You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. Episode 319. 319. That's a bonus. One second, one second. No, you're good, bro. Uh, <laughs> all right, now. Another bonus. Yeah, it's just it's just another bonus. I saw it pop one. up on the on the schedule. I was like, shit, it's August already? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we back in this You already know spider. how it is, Spider. Once I get in this motherfucker, bro, it just, I, I kind of get tied into it. <laughs> yeah, but then, like tell. I told you last week, too, man, it was more so about, like, getting used to it. Yeah. Like, for the listeners, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all listen to last week's episode. I was nervous because we ain't done this shit in a while. Right, right, right. And you know, and a lot of people always think, bro, like, how the fuck you nervous? Y'all been doing this shit a while. Nigga, you uh, always Every nervous. time. Every time. Because we're bringing it to them live. Yes. You know uh, what I mean? Like, if you weren't nervous, that just means you don't give a shit. It, right. Exactly. And we give a shit. And you want to make sure the shit actually, you know, actually hits a little bit. So we got a lot to talk about today, man. We're going to start with some announcements in the beginning. We're going to answer some <laughs> listener questions. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of things. I just want to say this. I mean, I want to preface this before we even start the episode. We'll give it to When him. I talk about homosexuality and when I talk about women, this is my opinion. I have a right to my fucking opinion. No doubt. The reason I say this is because, you know, we live in a world now where if you say something that people don't agree with, they try to shun you. Right. Shame. Cancel shame. <laughs> cancel me, bitch. I ain't, shame. I, ain't, I ain't even on, so cancel me, motherfucker. You cancel before you get you out there. Shit. So uh, I'm fine, but I wanted to let you guys know that, man. So today, again, is just going to be me, the homie franchise. Yo. And we got, as always, we got Spider switching shit up in this motherfucker. Super engineer. Yeah. So a lot of people like that Drake shit. So we're going to take y'all back. I don't know what year oh, this song no, was made, ready, but I think it's oh, the 90s. It was definitely in the 90s. When was it, Spider? You got like something back to, there to tell us? To you know what? I'm going to guess that it was 95. Nigga, we got all the time in the world. I'm going to go 97. 97, okay. The only okay. reason, I, I don't know, 97 just seemingly was you know, a good year. When that Mace thing came out, though, probably a little earlier than that, though. Yeah. Probably. So we're going to hit y'all over the head uh, with Total uh, featuring Mace. Tell me what you want. <laughs> Spider, make it hot. Make it hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was the waves for me back in the day. Bro. He had the waves. He had the dimple. Baby face. And the dimple. Yeah. But you know, the thing is about Mace, you know, Mace was, his name was Murder at first. Yeah. His shit just was gangster. Yeah. Then he Nin- smoothed 97. it out. 97. 97. Okay. Good. There you go. Dude. Hey. Hey. That's for the women too. But you, this is the kind of music back in the day, bro. They ask the right questions, even in music. Yes, indeed. This and a not only that, uh, couple skate only song. <laughs> it really is. It's fresh. Hey. Leave you in the hood. Girl, in my eyes, you're the baddest. The reason why I love you, you don't like me because my status. Yeah. I don't want to see you average, is, bro. living average. I want to do my thing so we be, be established. established. Mm. And I don't want you rocking the fabric. Girl, I want to give you carriage. So you believe you're a rabbit. Anything <laughs> in your path want, you can have, have it. it. Walk through the mall if you like it, you, you can, can grab, grab it. Total it all up and put it on my tab. Psych! Tell your friends all the fun you had. <laughs> yeah, go tell your friends about it, too. Yeah, and they going to do that. For real. Gotta tell the story. Gotta tell it. So we're gonna get ready to go into this bitch, man. Um, 1997, bro. I should have betted your ass before we walked into this motherfucker. I figured dog. it was between 95 and 97. Sometimes I get caught up and I be thinking that shit's like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've been around for a minute, nigga. Yeah, no understanding. When you think dude. about 2000, I remember in 2001, that's the year I graduated high school. And you look back and you're like, 20 years ago? 21. 
21. 21, 21. You know what, though? Did you go to your class reunion? Have you been in any I of your did, class yeah, reunions? 10 and 20. Hell 30 no. coming up, bro. You didn't go to none? Hell no. Bro, I went to one. Uh, when me and Arteza was still together, we went back to Texarkana and we went. And I'll just say this, man. Like I tell people all the time in high school, because of religion and everything, I was like the popular nobody. Mm-hmm. I knew everybody. Popular but I, nobody. Yeah. I, I, everybody knew me, but like I didn't really play football until mm-hmm. like junior year. I didn't really go to any dances until like I think junior year. I went mm-hmm. to Sadie Hawkins. Shout out to the homie Sherica. Back back home, mm-hmm. like I took her to the dance. Like it was crazy going yeah. my first year, bro. Like it was so many things because of religion and the way we out, believed huh? that I missed out on. But family. you know what though, if you if you had those experiences, how different would the school experience have been? Because I'm the same way. Yeah. I went to my senior prom. That's it. Yeah, I didn't go to no sock hops. I yeah. didn't go to no cotillions. I didn't yeah. go to none of that shit. Yeah, I went to my senior prom and I was like, I was already behind. Yeah. I went to my senior prom, and like I said, Sadie Hawkins, that was it, bro. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. But I didn't really want to go to that other shit either. And then not being funny, Sadie Hawkins, the first one I went to, you had to dress the same. And I remember what I wore. I had on a blue and white long sleeve polo shirt, mm. some like silver tab jeans, and some Timberlands, bro. Okay, so let me tell you what I had on at my ninth grade dance. <laughs> Nigga, we laugh. got good memories. You're going you gonna to laugh. Because it was a, it was, okay, so mind you, I'm a little earlier than you. Yeah. So about 1990 yeah. or so. Silk my, shirt. Yeah, my, no, no, no. Well, I did have a silk <laughs> shirt on, but that's not the thing. It was a polka dot joint. It was a polka dot yeah. beam. And I had polka dot hammer pants, right? <laughs> this was like 90, 91. Yeah, polka man. dot hammer pants and the Jordan 5s. Oh, yeah. I was styling. But you know what? So for my, my prom, <laughs> I had on a, I, it, it doesn't, it, I swear it's not like it sounds. Because when I think about it, I had on a baby blue suit, a like powder blue suit. Mm-hmm. That shit sounds so like Marlon Wayne's on. That shit um, would be fresh today. Yeah, but I wore that and I had on some J's. I, I did wear J's too. Was it was like that was what the thing was back that? in the day. That was uh, 2001. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. see that. So, I can see that. You know, we got an announcement, man. I want, I want to start the podcast <laughs> by saying I am all for everybody showing off your body. I'm not body shaming anybody, but niggas, men and women, are getting out of pocket. Really? I saw Talk a TikTok, to about it. I saw a TikTok video, and you know when you lose a lot of weight and you have, like, cellulite? Like, this lady had lost a lot of weight. The skin hanging? Yeah. I, shit, we all have it. I have a little stretch marks from losing some weight here mm-hmm. and there. You know, little ones. There's a little difference this, between that and skin hanging. Yeah, but it was, yeah, it was her, like, and she had on, like, this white lady had on, like, these shorts, and it was, like, the thigh meat. Everything was hanging like the the, mm, the turkey on a lot of weight, and I'm just like, I understand celebration of things, but God damn it, like, when are we gonna start putting some of this shit back in the box? <laughs> everything is okay now. He said, put it back in the box. I mean, for real, think about everything is okay. Everything that you sense. grew up on that people said, hey, you shouldn't do that. Like nobody has any cooth anymore, right? Because if you don't, if you don't allow them to, now you're trying to restrict. You're them. trying to restrict them. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. I, I just think, think it's so, some either. shit a nigga don't want to see. Just like we talk about women who have beautiful bodies and we're like, yo, that's great. But sometimes you may look at them and be like, like I said last week, if you taking pictures all the time in bikinis, that's just a panties and bra. Mm -hmm. What's the difference in you going home after work, taking off all your shit and coming on social media and letting us see that shit? Right. Same thing. Not saying that you can't wear the shit at the, you know, at at the beach where it's supposed to be at. Right. I'm not saying that you can't do anything you want to do. My opinion, I'm just like, what are we doing? Now the thing, the thing about the skin hanging though, that's tough because you know that requires surgery and stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean that's that's tough. Anybody ain't got the money for that. Yeah, but also this is the thing that I realized too: <laughs> people just be doing it just to be doing it. No, no, they no know that it's gonna cause a ruckus. And what did they say back in the day? Uh, bad press is is good. Yeah, no such thing as bad there's no press. such thing as bad press. Mm-hmm. So in social media age, it's like if you get fifty thousand people hitting that video because it had like thirteen thousand when I saw the video, mm-hmm. and I was like, they're looking because they're like, wow, like I can't believe this. Some probably some people look and be like, "Yo, this is wild," and then some people like myself. I'm like, "This bitch got confidence." Yeah, you. I'm telling you right now, 
I'm not even 100%. <laughs> I got the shoulders and I got the arms. I'm still working on my my abs. Yeah. I ain't oh, trying to have a six pack. Right. But oh, it's bad. like, I, I, still, the stomach a little I, bit. I just still wouldn't be ripping and running around. Even nah. on my best days, it's just not me. Right. You mean like taking pictures in social media posts yeah. and shit like yeah. that? Do yeah. what you want to do. It, Everybody's even guy, different. Everybody's but even different. the guys, too. It's a lot of guys that talk about the women who post. And it's like, every time you hit that magnifying glass or anything, niggas ain't got a shirt on. <laughs> niggas got, I can't talk about short shorts. I wear short shorts sometimes. Yeah, but it's like, boy shorts. Yeah, come on, man. Now, I, I, said, yeah, spider. I said, yeah, spider before I had a chance to, <laughs> yeah. to negate this I shit. Know. He come here sometimes and like, what happened to the rest of your pants? <laughs> He cut them boys. He bought them and cut them. Hey, man. No. I <laughs> get the frizz and You know, shit. I put the work in, bro. Like, no, I be yeah. working out. You know, you no, work no, your legs no out. No doubt about it. But man. you know what I'm saying. Like, it's some shit you be like, bro, like, this shit's getting out of pocket, dog. Mm, no such Again, thing anymore. It was just a quick announcement just saying, hey, man, like, some of us don't want to see this shit. Put your account <laughs> on private so it ain't right. showing up Close everywhere. Friends. Close friends. <laughs> put that shit in the group. Everybody, like, everybody don't want to see that. That's like me thinking everybody think I'm attractive. Mm. It's not. Everybody don't think that. Right. So but those that do, you know, holla at your holla boy. Holla at your boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we there. We on the same page, man. I don't know who the listener was, man. I got a, um, I got a shout in the DM the other day, and they were like, yo, I love the podcast. They were listening to the most previous episode we did, 318. I forgot. I think it was called something Green Flags or what Green was Flags, yeah. Green, green flags. flags. So they were like, why do y'all say niggas so much? And mm-hmm. then they said, especially you, Anthony, why do you say <laughs> niggas so much? It's not really a hard answer because I want to. Because you can. Because I can, because yeah. I want to, yeah. and who going to tell me not to? I do not follow all the social constructs and all the shit that black people, I don't give a fuck who it is or yeah. how, how, how elite they are. I like saying the word. Well, it's, it's I'm beyond used that, to it. Yeah, used to it. I'm, I mean, I grew up around it, mm-hmm. and it's a word that I can use that some people are still scared to use. See, what we've done is taken something from somebody and mm-hmm. flipped it and dare you to fucking say it and made it powerful, so powerful that other minorities use the shit as if they are. But With this impunity. thing, you can be a nigga because in the dictionary, they don't say a black person. So I did want to correct that and start out by saying I can say nigga because it ain't really a black person. Right. It's a it's a per- if you say a nigger, oh, it's a God. person of ignorance. Here we go. I'm just saying it's a person <laughs> of ignorance. No, I got you. I understand what you're saying. I think, you know, it's tough. I'll just say bottom line. You know, like you said, you know, we say it because we can. Right. Yeah. And I think that and there's I want definitely. To. Yeah. And there's definitely some rules around the shit. Like, I have to say that it's part of my language of growing up. I grew up in the fucking hip hop era. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just what it is. And I'll tell you this. I got challenged by this uh, when I went to uh, a hip hop concert. I went to Jay-Z one time and, and it was really not the first time it happened. It was just the first time I noticed. Yeah. You know, he's singing a song, whatever he was singing. And I looked around and, you know, there's plenty. I mean, because you know a Jay-Z concert, it's hey, probably 85% uh, white. like non-black people. Yeah. And he's saying ain't trying to pay them prices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a jigger, was you know, my nigga. Yeah. And I'm looking at everybody singing the shit. Yeah. And I'm like, can I get mad at that shit? They've been singing that shit in the shower after they bought the CD. Exactly. You know, and he's singing it and he's singing with the crowd like the crowd. this is an acceptable time to say it, right? Yeah. But in everyday conversation and language, that shit, white folks, listen, that shit can get you fucked up. And even your friends yeah. who allow you to say that shit. Yeah. That shit can get you fucked just up. Be, if you, I'm just saying. If you are in a circle, white people, where your black friends allow you to say that shit, yeah, it's, it's only setup. for you within that circle. Exactly. You have to know that it's for you within that circle because if another person doesn't know you, they don't know the intentions of your heart. Exactly. Exactly. And the thing is, truthfully, yeah. if, if you do have white friends, like literally white yeah. friends, people that are around you and all that, 
and and they have pure intentions in their heart, they don't even feel. They comfortable don't even fucking feel comfortable saying. They don't feel. Comfortable. I've dated white women. And I got homeboys that don't say the shit, won't say the shit, and they just say, "I just don't feel comfortable saying right. it." I know the history of the word and right. how we used it, so I won't dare say it. Right. But it did bring me to the point of why we don't say cracker or or, or like we don't say none of the shit. That, it's not that offensive. That's what I'm saying. It's not really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got a whole cracker barrel. People right. don't really know that cracker barrel. Cracker barrel. It's crackers. Crackers. And you know why it's called Cracker Bird? Because they used to keep the whip, the cracker. Right. Black folks call it a cracker. That's what they call it. That, you know, the whip they used, they used to get, they kept it in a barrel. Yeah, see, That's you, why I don't, now I have slipped you, up and eaten Cracker Bird. Well, if times. you walk into one of those places, you'll see it's nothing but old white people. And it looks like uh, cotton gin is somewhere in the back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like that story is old fashioned, but God damn, they got some good breakfast. Yeah. I've been there one time and I was like, mm, I, I got invited there by some black folks. I'm yeah. like, for real, we yeah. doing this? I haven't eaten in a long, I, I think I, I say out of the last 15 years, I've probably eaten it one time. Yeah. After I, I left Texacana. All the damn time. Yeah, because in Texacana, you don't really have a lot of options. Back in the day, it was Shoney's. I don't know if y'all had a Shoney's mm-hmm. anywhere. Shoney's. You remember that? They had yeah, a breakfast here. buffet. I never had a, yeah. Like, nigga, I was like, where can you go and get a breakfast buffet? Our Shoney's was called Big Fits. Get all the bacon you want, all mm-hmm. the sausage you want, all the eggs you Look want. This meat eating carnivore ass nigga. <laughs> hey, man, I've gotten a lot better, though, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, they got this. Um, a documentary coming out. I think we talked about it. How on the hog? How off the hog? Oh, yeah, it's out now. Yeah. Yeah. To where it's, it's like really it's showing good. how we changed uh, the food it, that we were cuisine. giving as slaves mm-hmm. and turned that shit into cuisine. That's just great, man. That's yeah. a great. I only watched episode one and I was a little emotional, yeah. so I got to get to the rest of it. Is it on History Channel or is it like travel? Netflix. Netflix? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I did not High know that on shit. the hog. But why do you say nigga, man? Well, because, okay, so first of all, it's the culture, right? It's the yeah. culture, the hip-hop culture. I it sounds good. It yeah. completes sentences. I mean, and it, and it, and it flows, right? And, and it's on, it's really, it's just what it, like, this is just me being truthful and transparent about it. Um, like, I understand the history of it, and I don't feel comfortable when when non-black folks around me, and, and this is my own conflict. I don't yeah. feel comfortable with non-black folks saying it around me. But then again, I think about it myself. Like, even my friends, we don't really talk about like we yeah. don't talk like that we don't call each other that Nigga, right yeah um but at the same time like you said it is is definitely a word that can apply to and that's what i've been doing more in my adult years yeah. like when i see ignorant motherfuckers <laughs> them, them white niggas is tripping, tripping out of the capital yeah like i had no problem saying that because that that's down. you know that describes those people yeah and guess me. what you still can be offended by a black person calling you a nigga <laughs> exactly if you, like i remember one time my brother Heck was talking yeah. to me and we got into it he was like you bitch ass now i was like yo yo, yo like, wait a minute come, come on, on dog you yeah. uh, you mark ass Bit. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's still a disrespectful. Hey, it's term, still a disrespectful even to black term. people. It's all about the inflection mm-hmm. in your voice. Right. It's a lot. It's just like like I think that we talk about this with the young mm-hmm. ladies when they get around their circles. They call each other bitch, bitch and all that. Call it one of them chicks bitches when they yeah, when, at the when they together. Right. Oh yeah. my goodness. And then not you have funny. hell on your hands. Hey man. Like whoa. I think it was a <laughs> shout out. Shout out to Jazz man of the So Here's the Thing podcast. But she did that. She was like, so do you remember? I think you were here. She's like, do you call your friends bitch? I was like, yeah, bitch. Mm, no, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you weren't. It was Spider that was here. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, bitch, I yeah, do. No, because do once you've built that rapport with a person, you know your limits and you know your boundaries with them. Right. <laughs> I, tell I don't you like have this. any chicks that I just, yeah, a few maybe. I got the clearest head today. I ain't smoked in 48 hours. Look at you, man. I tell you what, my head Looking is- Looking like stack five. Hey, my, I, that's what I was thinking when I thought it. I saw him say that the other day. He was like, yo, but see, he did it on some Muslim shit, yeah, like yeah, his yeah. religion is uh-huh. getting better. For me, it's just getting ready to start grad school and shit, and it's like making sure my mind is clear. Mm-hmm. Probably need to switch that from weed to Adderall there to make go. sure my ass is focused. Yeah, you got I'm it. still hit that motherfucker. It's just going to be on the weekends <laughs> or some shit. But I was like, I got to clear my motherfucking head. 
Shout out to the people using Klarna, man. You ever use Klarna? I have not used it, but I've heard of it. It's a lot of motherfucking mm-hmm. uppity ass elitist black people that's hating like a motherfucker. <laughs> like, a mom, like, bitch, how you hating because regular people can be on the same Come flight on, as you and pay that shit later? Come on, man. Let them make it. We ain't nothing wrong with layaway. Yo, man, shopping for great prices. You get a payment plan. You know what I'm saying? You get to live like the thousandaire that you are. What's wrong with that? Hey. How many, listen, how many thousandaires out there? Raise your hand. Hey. Mine's is up right now. Right now. Okay. And I don't give a fuck <laughs> who got a problem with this motherfucker. But I think the if I'm being honest and I dive a little bit into it, it's the class of people. Yeah. It is. It's okay to fly and do whatever you want to do, but it's like, act like you've been somewhere. Yeah, yeah, no question. I think that's the thing. That's important. Nobody cares, but it's one of them things where it's like, act you, like you've been somewhere. Bro, but that, but, and that's all of us, I think. When you see things happening, I know we're going to get into the conversation with, uh, with Monique, but that's really what it come down to. Yeah. You know, that's what it come down to. Like, yeah. present yourself in a way like, like, like you're supposed to be here, bro. even if it's some new shit to you. When I answer the door, like if I do DoorDash or if somebody delivers my groceries. In your towel? You can, nah, bro. Nah, you can nah. ask anybody who's ever been at the house <laughs> when I go outside to get my shit. Even if I'm at home and my hair is nappy and I'm looking crazy, I'll go throw a hat on and some glasses on. Yeah, something. And make sure I'm looking presentable, presentable. to get that shit. Presentable. First of all, I don't know what type of woman is delivering that shit. I don't know who it is delivering it. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're doing. You just don't know. I done seen a lot of people delivering food, driving up in cars that I can't afford. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're doing it. Right. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they just need to get out. Right. Even though Make a uh, extra. Randy, I don't know your fucking last name from Instacart. That nigga stole a couple of things from me. I literally what? ordered a lemon pound cake, bro. That bitch, all my groceries came. Except for the pound cake. And I said, this big knuckled size 15 wearing Cadillac driving 60 year old nigga stole my motherfucking pound cake. He stole your pound cake? No, he even looked like a nigga who steal pound cake. <laughs> You know you look at some old nah, niggas yeah. and you know they, they right. like store-bought cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got me, bro. Oh, man. Did you did you report They him? gave me the refund, but I was like, and okay. he, he you know when he sauced me up, he talked real cool. I was like, yo, this nigga cool. I gave yeah. him five stars, gave him a $7 tip. And then that I was, was like, where realized. the fuck? <laughs> I had been smoking, too, so that was my sweet. <laughs> oh, man, that's the <laughs> that worst. My, yo, bro. Ooh. So I had to still get out, go to the gas station, grab me a couple of things. He was mad the whole time. To satisfy my palate. I was so high. It, it didn't matter at that time. But when I realized it, I was like, this nigga got me for got my lemon you. pound cake. Stuck you for your lemon pound cake. That's what I mean. I don't know how I'm going to Lemon pound cake. Lemon pound cake may be the name of this bitch. Maybe on the break, Spider, go ahead and cue it up. Drake's pound cake. Pound cake. Because <laughs> that nigga stole my shit, bro. That's like, did you write this down? Lemon pound cake. I didn't. I'm, I'm a rem- I, I think I remember okay, this. Because right. I still haven't had it. RTZ, you heard it? He said he think he got to remember. Even though she ain't in this bitch. <laughs> she <is. laughs> but I guarantee I remember that motherfucker. But you know what? Clarna be hitting, bro, because I I'm going to tell you, last year during the pandemic, I was like, certain people, you know, we all know certain people who act like they got money and they don't. Mm-hmm. And I was always used to be like, Stunning. how this motherfucker, or how these people got shoes mm-hmm. and clothes and this and that. And I'm like, I know mm-hmm. where they work at. Yeah. And then somebody told me about Klarna. And even though I can't afford some things, I have not bought a pair of shoes straight out. Since I learned about this shit. Why would you? Well, I'm like, yo. Look, I don't know. I like get the, everybody. Hey, I get my ICA Wegos today and I pay you $32 once a month. Right. Done. For how long? Bet it. Three months. You can't. They only give you three payments. There you go. So if you got Klarna, Klarna is bi-weekly. I hope this shit help build your credit. Does that help? No, nah, bro. That's shit. one of the only reasons I use it. My credit is straight. Oh, I didn't want it to fuck up my credit if right. I forgot something so minute. Mm. So, what do you say? Minute. Minute. I like that. I didn't I like want to that. fuck it up, bro. I like that. But, but I, I like is good, the bro. idea of this because it's like, I, I never like to give anybody yeah. the whole payment. Think about if you want to get a, <laughs> you know, think about if you're trying to, hey, 
Klarna and all this shit, I think it's good for your pimping. Mm, oh, okay. You want to buy a couple of bitches something, you ain't got to pay <laughs> off for it all at one time. You can get three different bitches a pair of shoes three. and pay the amount of one pair of shoes that you was going to pay Not for all of them motherfuckers look. in a month. Not if they red bottoms. You still nah, come out of grip. I don't even know if Klarna <laughs> red bottoms on Klarna. Certain things don't need to be associated with, with cheap shit because I... I'm going to tell you, I, I stay away from certain things if it's too cheap and too easy to come by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everybody going to have it. I don't want no parts mm-hmm. of it. Let me stick out a little bit. What you say? No, I said, let me stick out a little bit. I don't want something everybody else got. I wanted to jump to one of your topics, man. Oh, which one? It's only uh, it's only money. It's only money. Yo, so, so this is the thing, man. I've noticed myself. Like, you know me, I'm a man of a certain age. I've worked hard my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Got a couple side businesses. We do the podcast for fun. There's always opportunity to monetize that. Yep. But the bottom line is I'm doing pretty good, yep. right? So, and I carry myself, not like like I, I'm doing good, but I, you know, I feel like I'm doing all right. Yeah. But I've been in situations where people have kind of questioned me, the things that I was buying, like, yo, that's going to be too expensive. Like, well, what the fuck? It's only money. Like, it's I got money. it, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, why are you worried about my payment? You know what, what is I mean? the rate? Is it, but you know what? It ain't even about racing sometimes with this. Sometimes black people will do the same shit. Yeah. You know how many nice restaurants I've been to and it's a black waiter and they'll be like, well, this is the the fee. Yeah. Now, I've, I always play devil's <laughs> advocate because I'm like, they probably done had some broke niggas in here doing this right. shit. Right. I get and it. And they try to fit. Because ain't nothing worse than going out to eat with motherfuckers and somebody nah. ain't got their money. Of course. That's what, and that's not grown. We grown. You should definitely be grown. That's not grown. You should know your fucking pockets. Yeah. But I've had that too, bro. I've told a story about like the time I went out and the drinks was like $50 a pop. Mm-hmm. Even if I may not have wanted to pay for it, it's like, right. I'm not going to fold under pressure. Yeah, like I know where we at. I know where we at. You know? I understand that I may like, walk out here with a two, $300 bill. Right, I'm in a building. Like Mar- I keep saying this, like Martin on Thin Line Between Love and Hate when he showed up to get that house for fucking uh, uh, Lynn Whitfield. And she said, I got my MBA from Harvard, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. She's like, don't waste my time. He said, lady. I wouldn't be here if I couldn't be here. Right. Like, bitch, run these motherfucking papers. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I had. I was in a cab. What happened was I was in the cab coming back from the airport. Yeah. And, uh, and dude was like, and really I got, I was a little upset because he was a brother. He was an African dude. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to Arlington. He's like, he's like, man, that's going to be $50. I'm like, nigga, I got it. Run, get, stop the car. I got to get driving. You know, what the hell's wrong with you? It's only, I was like, it's only money. Yeah. Take my ass to Arlington. Take me to man. Arlington, bro. Get the hell out of here. But man. you know what? Like I said, I always try to play devil's advocate because it's like, how many man, niggas that's $50. Have, but how many niggas have jumped out? I, I, I used to be a jump out nigga in cabs in Texarkana. <laughs> Back home, me and my homeboy, we get a cab ride. The hell about taxi. Soon as that nigga, we would say stop like a block or so before where we going. And we out this bitch. Yeah, we out of there. Did you ever order pizzas to somebody house? Did either one of y'all? Nah, I never did that. You know, back in the day, it was easy to do that shit. Mm. So it was an old neighbor, Mr. Strickland, white dude. Didn't like him. He didn't like us as kids. We would always order like <laughs> Domino's or pizza. Because back then, they didn't track all of this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could literally you could like, yo, yeah, you'd be like, yo, I need two pepperoni pieces, a large Pepsi, some breadsticks and all that. And you ship it over to whatever, whatever Walnut Street. Because mm-hmm. our address, I still remember, 2010 Walnut. Mm-hmm. So we would be like, you know, 2012 Walnut, this is where we want it. So you watch a motherfucker come up. You watching out the window. Pizza man getting out. He's struggling carrying all these pizzas <laughs> and soda. He gets to the motherfucking door. And it's like, yo. And you just watch the the the, the love of it was seeing the interaction Between. of him telling you, nigga, I got the call to deliver these pizzas. Right. And an old white man being like, yo, I don't eat fucking pizza. Right. I, I didn't order, order this shit. <laughs> and you just watching this shit laughing. So at that point, somebody get a free pizza. Yeah. Either they leave back in the day, either they left it. 
or they take it and they eat it themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So what we would do is we would walk outside and be like, yo, what's going on? He'd be like, yo, he ordered this motherfucking piece. Blah, 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 blah. Yo, let me get one of them off for you for five. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. And they don't, they want that, they want the shit out of their hands. Yeah, this is yours. Yo, let me go and get that off you for five or ten dollars when that shit really costs like 40 bucks. I know, man. Bro, I was a hustling motherfucker when I was a kid. Shit. That's funny. Just watching people shit. do shit and taking that <laughs> shit, man. You went to the strip club. Did you spend some money? Was it just money there? Uh, it's just money. it's just bro well see this is the thing like i said uh you know in some situations you if you're in the building you're yeah. in the building you know what i'm saying so i was in the building and you got to pay and, like a hundred sometimes to get in there right it's between parking and everything now check it out see this is the thing my cousin you know what i'm saying he was with some peoples who shit was a bartender there so so guess what we walk in Right, the the tab is a hundred to get in. Fuck that, bro. We, listen, we walk in with no tabs. Like, cool. Then we walk in the VIP, and I don't pay to get in there. So I'm already really, mm-hmm. I'm up a hundred fifty. That's crazy. Uh, it's, I'm up a hundred fifty. And already. ain't nobody even touch your fucking knee, bro. Ain't nobody touched me. Fuck I'm just that. up a hundred fifty. No. So then by the time I get there, so I'm like, all right, so I can break some bread. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. can break some bread because I don't already pen. I mean, I, I should be out a hundred fifty, but I'm out zero. Whew. So I'm a, I'm gonna get two hundred ones, and then then we gonna spread it out. But but <laughs> this is the thing around. You know, like because you've been out. You've been over there, right? I hate strip clubs. Though. I know, but you've been to, yeah. to, to yeah. Onyx in Atlanta. Yeah, I've been to Onyx and I went to Blue Flame. Okay, so this yeah. is the thing. So, so, so for me, sitting in this place, sitting in VIP, you motherfucking bitches is up in there naked, hookahs and and bottles and Don Julio's and all that. The other thing is, bro, there's dollars. This I can't see the floor, bro. There's dollars. Oh, I can't see the floor. You better not pick it up. I, I ain't touching it. Them niggas watching. Yo, I ain't touching it. But I'm saying though, it's like. It's, it's monopoly money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, this shit ain't there. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck these niggas doing in Atlanta? And like you said, though, bro, like like you were saying, one of your your, your family members was saying that they ain't, half the bitches in there don't even want dick. Exactly. So y'all, that's, like, that's why these niggas be so pissed off, because they be spending all this money thinking they should be privy to touch, right, right. to do, to feel, whatever they want. I'm and getting like, something. I don't even fuck with niggas like that. It's a job. It's a job, This bro. is entertainment. You go spend your whole fucking check. Do you understand how lame? ATMs in in my opinion, I don't give a fuck if you're a millionaire. Do you understand how lame it is to go spend all of that motherfucking money in there? You know, if and I you had, don't walk away with nothing. Right. If I had like, uh, I don't know, man. If I had, not because I would not date a chick who's working there. But if I had like a chick maybe that I liked, yeah. that, that money ain't shit. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go and give her all the money. Stripper you know has stripper attitudes too, bro. Oh, no doubt. I fucked with they a couple all of them. Do. They got stripper attitudes. I'm talking about outside of work. Yeah. no. I they, even knew a girl else? who was smart as shit. We grew up together back home. We moved to Dallas. She came up here. She was doing her thing bad. Then a the motherfucker. Very educated. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you this, bro. After a year working in a strip club, this bitch took on a full-blown mentality of a stripper, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like outside it. of work. Yeah. It's like it's like you going in too deep right. on being like a drug dealer for a mafia, the mafia I'm or something. Like you, you lose yourself in this. This bitch Yo. literally lost her fucking self. But it's not just that. Like what, what turns me off about strip clubs, and look, shout out to the women who decide that they need money yeah. and they're going to do this and their bodies is bad or whatever. Yeah. And, they, and that's the thing. Your body ain't even got to be bad. And it's a skill, so I do it. respect the people who do it. See, I expect, I respect I respect the entertainment aspect. Yes. If you out there climbing poles and flipping and all that, yo, I'm going to pay you, yeah. not because you're naked, but yeah. because you're a fucking acrobat. You have a talent. Yeah. But but what I don't like about it is the mentality of everybody, not just the strippers, yeah. but everybody who work in there. Yeah. Everybody trying to hustle you it's out all your about dog. money, bro. I don't like that shit, man. And then not being funny. Like the girl, like if you watch these TV shows, like a lot of the girls be cool with the bodyguards. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Heck yeah, they be cool with the fucking the the managers. Mm-hmm. They be cool with a certain amount of women who coming in and out of that bitch exactly. frequently. It's always it's like a setup. Sure, you go to ATM machine, you got to pay five ten dollars to get bro, your own goddamn money. Just to get some more money. Yo, man, I'm done with that everybody shit. making money in that bitch. That's why more I said, than just the strippers. And that's why I said it's never been something that I feel like. Mm-mm. 
I want to do, bro. I'm all set. Give $200. I can go make sure I get pussy for $200. No doubt about it. And I ain't talking, and I ain't about, and I ain't talking about Harry Hines. I ain't even touching. I ain't you know talk, what I'm saying? You be hearing a lot of rappers in these songs talking about getting 40, getting the blowjob for $40 and shit. Them bitches ain't got no teeth. It's way too much for Harry Hines. It's, yeah, Harry. <laughs> you, you have a gang of bitches them, down there. <laughs> I don't know what the bitches look like down there, but I just I'm good, bro. I, I'm just what I feel saying. I'm, I, uh, it ain't never been that hard for me. I ain't never paid. Like I was, I was about to say, I ain't never paid for pussy, but you know, we all we all pay, pay for pussy in a different kind of way. But yes. I have never made an exchange yeah. for money and sex before you I make don't that have dumb to thought beat your meat, man. <laughs> before right. you make them get dumb, that baby bat off, man, the yo, bro. I was talking. Some girl was hitting. This has been a couple girls, bro. But it's like one girl in particular has been hitting me up consistently. Like she been trying to slide in. She yeah, was shocked. yeah, yeah. And, you know, sometimes before you get to that that point where you like, hey, it's a standoff. Mm-hmm. I am at a fork in the road. Am I walking left or right? Right. What you going to Beat your meat. <laughs> All the clarity in the world. You know which, well, you know where as I went. As soon as you done. Do you know if I went left or right? I stood the fuck still. Right. Because left or right in a certain situation is all bad regardless. Right, just It ain't no way. You just need to turn the fuck around. Go straight. My Beat your meat, bro. That's <laughs> so much clarity. You no, literally, no. like, you could be so riled up. That's crazy, right? And then you go up there and you be like, yo, I got to go and get this. Like, like you said, I got to get this bat off me. Just, just get it and off As soon brain. as you get it off you, you be like, damn, I was about to make one of the dumbest fucking mistakes. Short-term pleasure. I was I was about to make one of the dumbest mistakes I could ever make in my life. Short-term and some pleasure. women you know before you have sex with them <laughs> that you're going to have them hooked. Not because sex, mm-hmm. because they're already hooked on you. Or you're going to get hooked. Or you, Yeah. Well, I ain't never had, I ain't really never got hooked on nobody's pussy. Mm-hmm. I've liked some good head like to where I'm like, damn, it ended. Yeah. Fuck. Like that. That's the worst yeah, situation yeah. when a You're motherfucker right. got good head, mm-hmm. or good pussy, or good whatever, and you like, yeah, I'm going to just ride this out. Yeah. And then they be like, well, it's this nigga. Do and they else. probably thinking to themselves, this nigga going to ride this out. Yes, indeed. I got to call quits on this nigga because he, st- he, he ain't going to stop. Yeah. And it's been two times when that shit happened to me, and I'm like, but my ego just lets me not even call. I don't even call. I just yeah. be like, the only way to get rid of this shit is just to let it go. Let's cold let, her, let her take that power that she just took from me mm-hmm. and let her walk on down. So you I, never you never had a conversation about, well, I know that you, all the interaction and all that, so we can still do this. You nah. ain't never had that conversation. Because that because it was already that prior. <laughs> oh, okay. You know oh, yeah, that's ever, all it was. If I'm ever fucking a woman and I haven't given you a label, that is the situation. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. But- that's the situation. Mm-hmm. How do you even approach a woman, bro? I keep you. I've been seeing a lot of videos where women are like, "If you want to have sex, just say that." Yeah. If you want to, you know, do something, just say that. If you mm-hmm. want to date, just say that. If right. you don't really like me like that, just say just that. Just say that. How easy or how hard is it to just say that? Well, I've only said it to a few women. Yeah, I, I have too. But but what happens is, that, see, people are so fucking literal these days, right? So they'll hear that and then they'll just walk up to a chick and say, "Yo, what's up? Can we fuck?" But what they're really saying is that yeah, get to know me. Just get to it. Yeah, get Don't, to know me. Once you game. know who it is and yeah. what I am, ask Let's, me what you need. To exactly. Ask me. I, tell was, me what you want. What, what the sound? What the song say? Total. Tell me what tell you me want. What you want. Take you, a look at what you. That say. may be the name of the podcast. Tell We're me gonna what do you pound want cake or tell me what you want. We may make two versions out of this bitch. But no, that's real talk, bro. No, um, for real. It's a couple of girls uh, for the women who listen and you probably like, damn, why this nigga never yeah. gave me no shot or he never followed up? Because I probably just wanted to fuck. I had one homegirl, beautiful, bro. Beautiful, <laughs> thick, and all in all the places. Mm-hmm. All the right places. And she always wanted to hang out. We never, we like, I know her. I've been around her. But like over the last year or so, she be wanting to hang out. And I'm like, nah, I always yeah. find a reason because I'm like, I know. Yeah. Great girl. But I was like, I know all I want to do is fuck. Yeah. 
But I'm not going to just say that shit to her because she's a respectable person. And you now probably somebody, care about now, the friendship. Now, now, somebody's listening and it don't matter that much. No. Now, okay. now, now, it, it really does. It <laughs> really mean, does. just a matter of time. I mean, it really does. It's it. a matter of time. Yeah, it's just one of them things to where it's like if you keep <laughs> fucking around, like anything, anything is possible. Right. <laughs> Shout out to KG. You know what I'm saying? But so it's like, it's just knowing. <laughs> it's no different than a woman hanging around a guy mm-hmm. that she may be like, you know what? I ain't in a relationship and or I'm in a relationship, mm-hmm. but I can't be by myself with this nigga right. because it's something about that nigga that you like. Yeah, yeah, Whether yeah. it's his attitude, the way he talks, his shoulders, whatever yeah, it is. Whatever it is. You know you're, you know you're going to be weak in, at, a, at a weak moment in time. And with me being honest, it was her boot. Like her booty was so big. I was like, <laughs> I visually saw myself. I was like, this would look amazing between these cheeks. <laughs> like, no, you ain't never thought that. Like, this would look amazing between them cheeks. What stops you though? Like, just he's just knowing, man. I just, can't be doing all this. Like, you. This is the. I tell you all the time. Every man got dog in him. Yeah, it's all no about nigga. Do you know how to stop? Mm-hmm. I'm at the age where I got to stop, bro. I've already stopped. We talked yeah. about it last episode where you just don't lay down and fuck every woman nah, you don't. that you have access to. Nah, nah, nah. Can you do it? Yeah, yeah. But what does that really do for you? And what That's the true. fuck does it say about you at this age when you continuously do it? You know, I was just having that conversation and, and we were talking about knowing your worth. I know we don't really have that on this, but but I think it goes to that, like yeah. knowing your worth. And yeah. it's, not a, it's not like, OK, if I fuck this chick, then I'm, I'm, I'm not worthless. I'm worthless. No, but it's just like the behavior itself. I'm not just going to be sliding in the chick every oh, chick yeah. that I'm attracted to. You know, the you thing, know? man, the benefit. One thing I like about myself and I tell any woman I've ever dated, just will never be able to walk into a room right. with multiple women where a woman will be able to say I fucked him. Right. I never me. forget when I first moved here, bro. He was a I great was, glass yeah, nigga. And I was dating this girl. <laughs> and when I was dating this chick, bro, I remember we went out somewhere and these girls was like, I think I know him. And I just heard my girl at the time. She's like, bitch, you don't know him. He ain't even from here. So it's just one of them things where it's like, yeah. I like being in a situation where it's like mm-hmm. people do not fucking know how you are. And I've been around niggas to where it's like they fuck anything. Right. Anything. And that's bad. That makes you look bad because you're guilty by association. Yeah. And it's fucking corny. You got niggas out here. I know niggas. They married, trying to holler at bitches. I'm telling you right now, I ain't never get married. Right. So I can always holler at a bitch and be okay. Yeah, be okay. I'm never getting yeah, married. Yeah. If you're not, <laughs> if you know that you don't want to be married and you know that this is in your loins and this is who you are, nigga, don't do that shit. Oh, but bro, there's so many that we know, and I know some of them very personally. And yeah, I, I find out, like, I wonder when are they going to get to that point. Where they say, you know what, I know that this is who I am and this is my truth. Mm-hmm. And, and keep yourself out of these kind of situations. Like the situation meaning I'm married, yeah. but I'm still constantly fucking with other bitches. Yeah. I'm, I'm constantly lying to my chick it's about tacky. who I'm with. It's and, tacky. You know what I mean? Then then the girl look at you be like, oh yeah, every time he in the streets, he with you. He with you. But like actually so what's he wasn't the, with me. Bro, I had that same situation <laughs> where it was a nigga I was cool with, bro. Every time we went out somewhere, he would be fucking. By the time we got wherever we going, he meeting whatever girl. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it killed me because his one of the things his wife said to me one day and it was like she said it right after he I knew he had cheated mm-hmm. and she was like I love that he goes out with you she's like because I trust you uh, I trust I don't you trust him. to not I let certain things happen and I trust you not to engage him mm-hmm. or amp him up to go do these things right and then when he was doing them I never forget bro I went over there one day they was into it mm-hmm. I walked up I answered the door she was in a panties and a bra they was arguing I heard it through the door mm-hmm. she opened the motherfucking door he just looked around the corner I said is this a bad time he said yeah bro and she's like you can get your shit and you can leave with Anthony oh no, he cannot. No, no, no. Let him stay here. Work. Let that him out. stay. Yeah, I don't want none of that energy, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't want none nah, of that fucking shit. Arguing bad. in a relationship is the first thing. That's the quickest way to get me to go. Argument. Arguing, bro. You know, it depends on what we arguing about. I ain't arguing. Dog. Not about. No, no, no. But but stuff like that. 
I, no, I'm, you know, like I don't want to argue at this age because I feel like there's a way to talk to people. Bro. No, no, no doubt. Even with niggas, yeah. it's like I Probably can talk fair. to a nigga that I don't have that I have an issue with, and we won't talk. Like yeah. not being funny. Like I, I told a story years ago that we had a guy that used to work with us and he used to do all the video and mm-hmm. shit and everything. And I remember we got into it. Yeah. And I guess because the way I said it, yeah, it offended him. Mm-hmm. And when I I blamed him for something that he wasn't wrong about. Mm-hmm. And when I found out about it, yeah, I apologized. You made it right. Just as well as I can come for your neck, I can also come to you and yeah, say, yo, give me some grace and some mercy. I no fucked doubt. up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, though. I he think lost that, me, though, because yeah. he was like, you got to apologize to my wife. Nigga, I'm not fucking yeah, you, Yeah, now you're doing too much. I'm not banging him. Now you're doing so too much. So I'm apologizing did to I, you? Did you say something to the wife or something? No, nigga, no. It was just he that just he was so stressed out that it offended him, mm-hmm. and it offended her. And nah, I was like, well, nah. that's your problem to deal nah, with. Yeah, you take I ain't that. banging him. <laughs> Shit, you know what I'm saying? They ain't got nothing to but do yeah, with it. Learn how to fight fair in relationships. Right. Take, that's the takeaway. So we got 10 minutes before we take a break, man. We're going to bring in, uh, we hope to, we, hopefully everything working out. We're going to try and bring in Jessica Camille of the Sweet Sanctuary, hey. Sweet Love Sanctuary, formerly known as the Pussy Party Podcast. Okay, okay, She okay. always giving me shit, but we look forward to talking to her. But no before doubt. we go there, shout out to one of the Roberts Media Group's podcasts. So here's the thing. You got Corey, Dunny, and uh, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. They had a conversation about one hour sex is, you know, is it too long having mm-hmm. sex for an hour or more? Yeah. And I had the conversation with Jazz in the DMs today because she posed a question to me and I said, mm-hmm. well, currently if I'm having sex, it's average on about two hours because mm-hmm. the reason being it's foreplay included. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the whole they thing. Weren't, they weren't included. The whole And thing. that's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. So, and I told her, I said, well, for me, it's going to be about two hours because it's foreplay included. You right. got to do some. But like now I ain't no minute, man. And I think that's something they were talking about, too. Right. I'm not that. No. Now, one thing I can say yeah, and I can definitely. stand by, ask, ask, ask whoever. She used Wait, to ask, I'm just, just saying, say ask whoever. Got, I'm just saying, she got sick of my motherfucking asses when we were together. Yeah, she hated me. Yeah. And the thing about me is, like, I used to think it was a problem with me because it was like, I could have sex and then I would turn around and I'm like, all right, I need to beat off. It's right. an hour later. Like, I got something in there. Yeah. And as a man, all men know. Unclog. But li- <laughs> and that's what it feels like. You know, when and all of us in here, we men, we've all came, and when you come, you're like, it's some more in there. It right, ain't done yeah, yet. Yeah. Like, I feel that shit like at the back. <laughs> go and you know, game. even when you masturbate or when you come, it's like if a girl keep going, if you take your fingers and at the bottom of your balls push up and then squeeze your skin and pull it to the top, uh, it's going to be some more shit <laughs> coming out there. <laughs> some more in the pipe. Like, I need you to get all of that. But that's even when they, even when they, when they, when you stroke and all, like just say yeah. they in control and they yeah. ride or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you could like, after I bust, you could probably go for another three, four minutes yeah. to get the rest of just it. Just to get the rest of and it. And I'm, and I'm still pumping. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? Mean? So it's like going and get that thing. <laughs> or it's like, if you come, if a dude has that sensitiveness to his penis, like keep going. Mm-hmm. If he nutted and he still sit, even if he's semi hard, I like being semi hard mm-hmm. right after. Cause it's like, yeah, they, they Take too. the dick easier. Exactly. Like if you get exactly, head, yeah, they yeah, just yeah, I had one motherfucker put a motherfucking mom her mouth like a lollipop. I was like, she's swishing this bitch <laughs> around in this motherfucker. <laughs> but it helps like the saliva mm-hmm. get you know get to where it's going. Shout out to Marcia, the one from um, fuck, it's oh, her name uh, Bermuda. Bermuda, yes, because you know she hit us up and she was talking yes. about how can I be better at mm-hmm. you know giving head and, and right. the tips. I told her like I told her, I said I don't suck dick, <laughs> but if I did. But if I did, I would just say make that shit extra sloppy. Yeah, don't have it clean unless and, you had a party. Yeah, and I beat the back you of your throat up. Like right. gag all on. Like when you gag, I remember Man, fucking like with this one shit. chick and this girl was giving head and she was trying to work her throat out. 
And she was getting there, and it was like I saw that little that little murky saliva. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, "Oh, I was like, yeah, I'm yeah, in this bitch. Back, like, yeah. come on, push it past them tonsils. Right, right, right. Like, give uh, go, uh, go, uh, yeah, go just, get in just, that motherfucker. Just give it a try. When you give gag, try. you taking a deep breath yeah. anyway. Go on and just take that bitch on up in there. Uh, if, if, even if you got a cough or whatever, it's not. Don't worry it's about fine. it. Don't don't worry if you look crazy. Yeah, it kind of turns. We us like on. that shit. Like I like to we hear. We like that shit. I'm out now. Have you do you, have you ever been blindfolded when you get in head or you know sex? What? Uh, yes, and I and you know I think it's because I'm so used to not being blindfolded yeah. that the visual is also a stimulant. So when you take that away, it doesn't necessarily intensify the other aspects yeah. of it. But I, that's because I just need practice. I I'm like not my, used to it. I like I, I like having a, a little blindfold. Uh, yeah, the reason like my imagination is so much better than what I'm seeing. Oh uh, well, hold and, on, then, man. and then but listen, but, no, I'm saying it's it, so much better. It's so much better because this is the thing. Let's let's bring Spider in. I think Spider is just as nasty as me. Me and him have a, com- a couple of conversations. <laughs> this is the thing, bro. When you get like, if you close your eyes and you're in tune with yourself, yes. and a bitch is hooked on your motherfucking dick. Mm-hmm. You telling me when your eyes close, you ain't thinking about? I think about my. You know how they got that scope and they going down the yeah, motherfucker yeah. throat. That's how I think about <laughs> my. Vision. That's how I think about my dick. Like when my eyes is closed, I'm like the head of it just passed the tonsils. I felt it. <laughs> now it's bending down. Like that's my thought process. Okay, okay. When you watching it, yeah, it's great to see that yeah, motherfucker yeah. mouth stretch outside, wide. And, right, yeah, yeah, and that motherfucker look like she ain't got no teeth, looking like a hillbilly <laughs> bitch. But it's like, hey, <laughs> hey, that motherfucker's going to work. <laughs> ain't nothing better than you. You watch a motherfucker give you head, they whole mouth stretch, and like you say, uh. motherfucker cough and spit all <laughs> on the base. <laughs> Casey, I need you. In here. <laughs> Casey, I need that's, you. But that's bit. real, though. But that's real. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah them motherfuckers real, be stretching, though. and they be like, uh, and it's right. like, how did that saliva just wick around your shit, and it's on the bed? you like, yo, bitch, keep going. Right, right. That's what Don't I always stop. say. Don't feel embarrassed. Just hey, keep going. You remember when I did that show? Oh, that shit was fun. When I did that show in D.C. Uh, with Michelle Hope, yes, she was right. like, nobody likes their pussy pounded, and I was mm-hmm. like, yo. A lot of the women was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, slow down. Then Speak for yourself. To, yeah. And that's what that girl said. She said, Speak for yourself, baby. And then like the motherfucker will start talking about giving head. And I was just like, as long as you put your ponytail up. You put if you got a bitch giving head without a ponytail, she don't mean business. Mm-hmm. If, she, a if you're giving head without a, you don't mean business. Yeah, right, right. You don't mean you, business. You get, that's that's part of the foreplay. That is put that head when in you the get up. You sitting on the couch. <laughs> Ladies. And a bitch grabs a pillow. And I say nigga and bitch a lot, but no offense. Right. But when a motherfucker grab a pillow and get on her knees in front of you, and then you sitting there like, what's going on? And then she just wick her hair back over that, her shoulders. And then she, and then she, all, you know what? I like a bitch who keep those little scrunchies on their wrist. Uh-huh. When yeah. you get a bitch who keep a scrunchie yeah. on her wrist. the problem. Can I tell you this though? It's mostly white girls who keep scrunchies <laughs> on their wrist. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, fam. I'm just saying. They keep a scrunchie keep on their wrist. That's hey, a problem. See, now you got to have me. Every motherfucker I see with a scrunchie. Crunch on there. Like, oh, she about to hey. suck some dick. But you know what? You got to be careful. It's, it's Texas. It's hot outside now, so they may be trying to keep the hair off their neck. Right. You know but what even, I'm saying? But even when they do that, it's like, I already get the visual. Yeah, you're going to have the visual, bro. <laughs> and that's what women have to understand Pony about tail. me. When women be like, why do these niggas always got these mindsets? We thinking about it as we watch you do shit. Mm-hmm. The whole time. That's why you see some niggas and they be looking at you and they be looking creepy because they having a whole visual vision in their head while right. they staring at you. Which is the reason why I could never feel comfortable giving a woman a compliment about her lips. Because I know you she can't, know what I'm Nigga, doing. you already know. <laughs> if a nigga gives you a compliment on what you're wearing, yeah. it's because your body looks good in it. Right. If he gives you a compliment on your vision. mouth, he mm. wants to kiss you or he want to fuck that old. One or the other. Straight up. Period. Ladies. Very disrespectful. Let me I do want to talk about disrespectful niggas, man. Like, um, 
She probably gonna kill me. <laughs> Wait, think it, think it through. Think yeah, it through. Gonna, I'll just say somebody that I used to date back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, hit me up and she was like, "Yo, some niggas I know, or some niggas you know mm-hmm. that you used to be cool with, approached me at a ah, place, a couple, mm. you know, about a week or so ago." Yeah, and they were saying some real questionable shit. Mm. One of the guys knew you. He was cool with you. And he was like, "Yo, you know who that is? Mm-hmm. You know who that is? You know." What's going on? Mm. Didn't really care. I guess the alcohol was vibing. Mm. And I was like, man, I don't trip off past situations. Yeah, yeah, do whatever yeah. you want to do. But if you try to holler at somebody like RTZ or a spy, like that's yeah. mad disrespectful. That's very disrespectful. If I try to holler that's, at somebody that you fucking no, with, no, it, no. even in your past, yeah. it's mad disrespectful. You know, you got to have certain rules that, you know. And that's why I say, to where me. are we getting to a point where we start calling niggas on their shit and not just being like everything is a go? Yeah, you got you, a situation like that. We have to have a discussion because now. I'm looking at you in a different way because yeah. I would never do nothing like that. Nah. Like, period. Especially when you've had the opportunity or you know that you could probably fuck they bitch. I'm yeah, just well, saying. No, we got a whole nother. That's sad, whole nother man. Hey, yeah. And the thing is, you know that you would never do that. Yeah, I know. You know I would even, never. even though she giving me all the, the cues, yeah. I still wouldn't do but it. But it goes I'm not back that to that thing dude. because that's she told me one of them. She was like, one of them was talking about, you know, your lip, my lips and whatever. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's cool. I was like, but thanks for telling me because it lets me know what kind of bros. I'm grown. I ain't about to go fight nobody. I'm, nah. I'm just going to excommunicate you. And then we just done talking. Yeah, like, I'm good. It is. But for me, it's just like I would never disrespect. Even like I say, with your situation, never. I would never say anything about nothing. No. Only thing, the best you're going to get from me if I'm talking about your woman is she's a good woman. Mm hmm. And she's beautiful. Exactly. I mean, even if just, she's ugly, I'm gonna say she's beautiful. Exactly. I mean, because it's not it's about your, that. It's, it's not it's, about it's, that. It's about respect. Yeah, it's about respect. Yeah. You know just, what I'm saying? There's certain ways, there's certain modes, modes of operation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Modes yeah. operandi. You can't. You got to carry yourself as a man yep. in a certain way. And to me, from my own code, yeah. Uh, I could always be best of friends with any chick any. that my boys used to date because hey, we ain't never going to be nothing else. ain't never going to be nothing, bro. Nothing else. I know we got off the one hour sex, but to answer uh, yeah. Jasmine and them, like, I definitely think sex should last. If we just fucking, if we just talking about the hole and the penis, right. yeah, 30 minutes, man. Yeah, well, I, I'll say this. I agree with you. I, I was going to say 36 minutes. Yeah. But you this said is 36. 36 man. minutes. That was the last time. Yeah, that's why I said that was the last time he fucked around. That's how long it was. <laughs> Let me time this bitch. But, 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 what, okay, so I'll say this. As a man, you have to be able to go as long as the chick needs you to go. Mm-hmm. But you have to find out for her because this is the thing. We might be thinking, oh, man, I need to beat this up for three hours. Yeah. And she might be thinking, God damn, nigga, come in 25. And then the thing about it is also, <laughs> like you said, learn your woman. She yes. may want like some women prefer dick. Some women prefer head. Right. But this is the thing I'm going to tell you. If you some prefer like dick, both. make sure you get my shit prepared for what you need it to be. Mm-hmm. I don't like the women who talk about oh, just want some. They be wanting to get dick down but or they want their pussy. Right. But it's like. You know, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking about a couple of women in particular where Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's so many times where when sex does come up and a woman talks about it, it's always about what are you going to do to them? Right. Bitch, what you got for me? Yeah, yeah, set me up. What's your throat game like? Set me up. What that titty fuck like? You know? What that asshole like? (laughs) What the pussy like? What your hands like? Are you prepared for this? And don't give me no excuses. I'm on my period. That's what God gave you a mouth. Hands, (laughs) Hands, <laughs> feet, asshole. You got a lot of other things you can do. A and toys. Yeah, all kind of shit. Kill this nonsense. Really, man. We got to work that out. Man. What was the song I said? We go, Pound cake. Pound cake. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going we gonna to pump some Drake <laughs> pound cake. We're going to pay some bills, man. We're going to check and see if we can get Jessica Camille on the line. Talk a little pussy party, a little sweet love pussy sanctuary party. and astrology. And uh, we'll be right back, man. You're now listening to The Reality Is. But uh, we just went to the studio and we did it. We had champagne in the studio, of course. You know, compliments of the company and we just laid back and did it. 
So we hope you enjoy listening to this album half as much as we enjoy playing it for you. Because we had a ball. Only real music's gonna last. All that other bullshit is here today and going tomorrow. You are now listening to Relieving himself, so we were just my, trying to connect with you, make sure you That's got good. Through. You need to get that all together before he get on this, uh, <laughs> showing me. Yeah, yeah, he'll be back very, very shortly. So, what you still in Houston? I am. Nice. Now, when you coming back up here? Um, I mean, give me some work to something. You yeah, know, yeah, to no, do. I got you. you. Need something? I hear you. I hear you. Well, I'm, I'm sure we'll find something to. Get you in the studio. You know? You know you don't I do mean, the uh, thing. I don't see your, your post no more. I must I must not uh did you transition away from what you had? I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. It's not the podcast anymore. It's everything is uh, under the sweet love sanctuary. So you we you still follow me. Okay, I need to find names. that. Is, is, what's the name of it? Sweet Love Sanctuary. Okay, let me let me find that right now. You following me already? Because I just changed our name. That's all. Oh, she am just I? changed the name, nigga. Well, I know, but oh, you just changed the name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So cool, you still cool. following her? You just got to look up Sweet Love Sanctuary. All right, all right, all right, all right. There it is. Yeah, just Sweet Sweet Love Sanctuary. I have two pages, but I need to change the other one. Sweet Love. I had started a new page, and it was just like, why am I starting a new page? And I have yes, seventeen thousand followers. You can't start that shit over. Yeah, I see you now. Yeah, I mean, I've lost like. 100 and something, but whatever. I'll be losing people all the time. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you're going to get them right back. I don't be tripping, man. What's yeah. good with you, Miss? What's good with you, Miss Lady? Um, you know, um, <laughs> really just doing a lot of spiritual work. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, um, man. teaching and coaching and living, living your best life, living my life, living life <laughs> how I deserve. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Beautiful. So we're going to jump back into this motherfucker, man. I, I had to go. You know, I always say I pit it out of here, so I had to take a quick break. You know what I'm saying? Go wipe my titties and shit. Make sure I look presentable on camera. And uh, we got the homie, man, right. Jesse Camille. She used to be, like I told y'all, she used to be the Pussy Party Podcast. Now she's yeah. Sweet Love Sanctuary. How you doing today? I'm amazing. I'm great. You know, every time I, I talk to them. you, you have some kind of energy that's going on. Mm-hmm. And you always make me blush. I'm black. <laughs> but you, you always say something to make me blush. And I don't know what it is about you, Jesse. It kind of like you say something that makes me smile. And I'm like, all right, this motherfucker's dangerous. Right. She's very dangerous. It's, not, it's not what she says. It's her voice. It's her I voice. Am not dangerous. Yeah. Can I say what you said to me in the DMs the other day, man? <laughs> yes. This it. motherfucker you said, know, with, "Yeah, but just it's be, you, ma- it's you." See, <laughs> see, that's the shit that you say. See that kind? Of, it's you, right? This it's motherfucker said that somebody should be sucking the skin off your thing. That's what I'm talking. That's how you talk. That's hey, what man. she means. Hey, man, the dick got ears. <laughs> and too. I meant, I meant that shit. Okay. All right, I don't see that's what I'm saying. But you tell him why. You just saying it like I randomly. No, I didn't know. Like, no, no, no. See, no, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't do that. He, no. did, he did give the context. I did give the context. Let me get yeah. so let me get a context with the context. You know, I'm doing grad school right now, working towards my MBA. She gave me some shouts out. You know, she was proud. That's of me. that love, right? There. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then she started speaking my language. 
That's your language for real. Dick talk. Exactly. I'm like, you know what? You know, when somebody says something like that to you, you be like, you know what? You right. You goddamn right. Who can come suck this bitch right now? My girl just said it. You know what I mean? She real right. with that shit. What made you want to switch yeah, over though? Um, okay, hold on. I want to answer my fully of why I sent that message, and then I'm going to answer that question, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. So, um, I think, and I have a philosophy mm. in, in life, because yes, it, it was Pussy Party Podcast, and now Sweet Love Sanctuary, but I am Sweet still love. me, right? Oh, yeah, we know. Um, <laughs> and I believe that um, men have some similar tendencies yeah. to, like, canine to, to dogs, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think that when they do something bad or wrong, we should like tell them and, and, and let them know immediately, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. But I think that when they do things well or good, that we should tell them and let them know immediately too. And so I really believe in like positive reinforcement, you know, like we have the stick and we have the carrot Mm -hmm. and I am more of a carrot type lady (laughs) than a stick type lady. I'm a you know, and so whatever I said, I thought that you had completed it. So I was like, oh, yay. Nah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, someone should be, you should be getting celebratory dick suck until you, you're done. Like how many, you know? <laughs> I mean, I am a like, good guy, men. so I think I should get my dick Yeah, sucked. he deserves right. it. Like I do a lot. <laughs> right. But, but, you know, yeah. those kind of things should be celebrated and should be uplifted. And to me, we should celebrate it in the way that is best for you, man. not necessarily for me. And I know what man doesn't love to get his dick sucked. And I some men that don't, though, Jesse. Mm. Well, yeah, but I'm not talking to them. Right, I'm exactly. talking to, you know, the, the kings and the gods of the world. And kings and gods like to get their dick sucked. Like, I don't know. Love I don't it. care what you're talking about. You got um, <laughs> You know, but I just felt like, <laughs> man, um, that's something that, men deserve it. So I have a thing in my relationship called dick sucking point mm. where if you do something that I like or something that makes me happy or whatever, I'll be like, Oh, dick, dick sucking point, point. you know, I love to have a positive reinforcement for you to like, continue to want to, you know, yeah. do things that make <laughs> we'll me happy. But dick was just for you. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's, that's my philosophy. And sometimes I share it when I feel like it's deserved. And yeah. you know, I'm, I'm sweet on you. So I was like, see, <laughs> you See, know, this shit right here. You know, yeah, that's real shit, though. You know that that should be done, and I bet that even though you wasn't finished, it motivated you to be like, I'm about to study. Oh, I went. <laughs> no, I actually went and beat my goddamn shit. Human behavior. Right. Shit. <laughs> this sounds just. It sounds like you were an expert in human, especially guy behavior. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I, um, I like. Yeah, I think, Go ahead, Jess. I just think I I, I have a unique taste. Uh, in love for men, mm, yeah. and that's probably why it comes out like that. Can I ask you something? Because I, I, we all want to know this. What is it about me that attracts you to me? Well, no, we don't all want to know this. You want to know? No, this. I'm just saying. Like, no, <laughs> right. just, no, but I listen, don't give a but, fuck. No, but what I'm saying. No, listen to this. Like, I'm if a kidding. woman likes I'm you, kidding. you like what? What makes her like? Because oh, like, oh, I've only seen how many times have we seen each other? Maybe twice, Jesse. Uh, yes, yeah, so a shameful only two times. I think. <laughs> Get it right. Maybe once. I think we only in the studio that one time. Was that it? I know one time for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, we, yeah. Virtually, you know, you're one of my virtual boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> VBF. And you see, and it, but look at Spider. You see why I be doing what? You see why I'm smiling and blushing and shit? Because the way this motherfucker talked to a person. Right. Well, you asked her a question. You got to let her answer. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So let me answer. I'll answer the question. Um, what, a tr- what I like about you is that you are intelligent. I like that you are. Um, 
you are what I call a progressive masculine. Okay. So you are a man, you know, hey, in every sense mm-hmm. of the word. But you are open minded and you are not intimidated by pussy, mm-hmm. by women, no, by, no. you know, mm-hmm. that. And so you let it to me. I feel like you because you're not intimidated by it. You're yeah. not going to try to cage it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, of course, that's a meter that I have. Um, and you're bold, you know, so, you, you know, you're brave. You're not really scared, even though you'd be kind of acting shy and scared of me in acting. general. But like, in hey, man, life, that's, a, that's a whole nother road to go down. <laughs> like, you got to know, like when you when you see somebody or you feel an energy from somebody where you like, I may have met my sexual match. you be like, it's kind of like. Like what they said about Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. No doubt. I can't be on the goddamn that road every weekend true. driving for pussy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't well, want first of that. all, camp is a horrible word. Yes. Um it is. <laughs> you're actually you're right. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, but to just top it all off, um, I mean, you do carry like that kingly, godly energy. I appreciate and it. so, you know, takes one to no one. And indeed. You know, I think the only thing that kind of shocks you about me is that I just tell you how I feel. Like I just don't yeah. beat around the bush. I don't care, you know, on the air or you, <laughs> I'm going to say how I feel yeah. about anything. And anything. you are included in that anything. Yeah. That's you. that Aquarius shit though. Who is that? Yeah, we don't get sure. You know, what, what, we, what are you, what's we your sign? like to see the reaction anyway. <laughs> is you, are you an Aquarius? I am. Frank would know that he is too. <laughs> I was see that's the thing too. Like just like I'm like I'm learning that shit from Frank. I'm learning it from Artesia. I'm learning it for a lot of people around it. But I I just bought a book, uh, an audible book, an ebook, and I'm listening to. I'm on chapter five. They talking about chakras and stuff. And what is the one that's at the bottom of your the one that that's um the root the that's like by your yeah root chakra. And then what's the one? Is that the same one that kind of like uh talks about or tells you about your sexuality and who you are? No, that's more the sacral chakra. That's it. That's the next it was an S word. I was about to say it's, it's, it starts with an S, yes. That's mm-hmm. What got you into this shit? Mm-hmm. Like what? I feel like it has to, dr- like what drew you to this because it's so like profound and it's mm-hmm. so deep. Like you deep. can't do a high overview of this shit. Nah. You gotta be into it to really be in it's touch with it. To this shit. Very true. So really, um, I mean I've always had been gifted. Like, I've always been like this. Mm -hmm. But um, I got divorced. That was probably one thing. Yeah. So I had a moment of focus to myself. But then I started getting into herbs, Mm -hmm. you know, and herbology and and studying, you know, to be an herbalist in that way. And once I dived into that and you realize that there are holistic and spiritual properties Mm -hmm. of the herbs, Mm -hmm. like, that's just a rabbit hole that just took me (laughs) into... Everything yeah, and you know, there's chakras that are aligned with certain herbs and foods and sexual positions for certain chakras. I mean, it is everything that I teach, you know, at the Sweet Little Sanctuary is pretty yeah. much around the chakras, too. So, mm. I mean, once you tap into one kind of form of uh, holistic lifestyle or mm. spirituality, they all are connected, and just one thing leads to another. Yeah, so what is the sanctuary about? I know, you know, a lot of times you'll post stuff on social media you haven't you've been kind of quiet as far as the visuals 
on social media, but you're getting your message out. But a lot of times when I used to see your pictures and the videos, it would be you and like a congregation of other women. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you guys can, I I don't know if it's too private, but what do you guys do at the Sweet Love Sanctuary? Like what kind of things do you do to tap into? (laughs) (laughs) So the Sweet Love Sanctuary is um, a safe place for, I mean, anybody, but especially women yeah. to be able to develop and discover their like spiritual gifts from God mm-hmm. and also how to help others through those gifts. Yeah. So on one side, I have um, what I call, I guess, the educational part mm-hmm. where I mentor other women to live the goddess lifestyle. Yeah. And to be a goddess is to be someone who has healed themselves, mm-hmm. someone that has made a commitment to spirit to, you mm-hmm. know, work with, with spirit one who has made a commitment to sisterhood, so the the people within the sanctuary, yeah. and then to the community. So I'm basically training women to be, I would say, great healers, yeah. um, great um, shit citizens, great <laughs> you know wives, right? yeah. women, right. and lovers. You know, and, and we lovers. do a lot of that stuff through uh, you know manifestation and all that stuff. Yeah. And then on the other side, you know, I, I have clients that I work with that I do healing work. I do um, the goddess bath is probably mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that I'm known for. I see that where the goddess bath. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. like an overnight healing journey, kind of like imagine. I know everyone's heard of like ayahuasca, right? To mm-hmm. go on yeah. an ayahuasca journey. Yeah imagine you're going to go on a journey like that. We're not doing ayahuasca, Mm. um, but there is um, various plant medicine included, but we're going to take you on a journey like that of rebirth and rediscovery, but Mm. it's pleasurable. It's not painful where, you know, Mm. usually you hear about the ayahuasca. It's like, Oh, I saw my dragon demon and now I'm brand new. Mm. It's not like that. It's more, um, it's, it's, pleasurable it's an enjoy it's a it's a feel-good experience but you do we do go through a healing journey and i kind of teach or or show my clients that healing doesn't always have to be painful and i was going to ask you like can you give an example of like somebody or a situation where somebody's been healed from something like whether it's like a disease or like high blood pressure whatever the case may be because i know it's for all of those Mm -hmm. things health-wise holistic right so the holistic is a little bit more long term because mm-hmm. we have to do some assessments and, you know, that stuff, is, especially when it's natural, is yeah. more long term. But I'll give you more of a um, personal deal that didn't have a physical effect. So we believe in the elements, being balanced in the elements. Mm-hmm. And so we did um, a bath where we worked on, you know, some of the blockages that this person was having. And when we came out of the bath, what we realized is that their earth element was not as bad as what they thought it was. Um, And the earth element represents like your financial independence, security, you know, stability and all that stuff. And so we did some spiritual work and this person ended up um, moving out of their home that they were with, I think their parents. And they got their own place. And that trickled just the energy of what everything that this person was doing. Credit score went up a hundred points. Business changed. Relationships changed Mm -hmm. just because we were able to do some work where really it was about letting go of the codependency of the parent child relationship. That's really what it was. Mm -hmm. But we, you, you have, it takes work to identify that 
And then for someone to be able to give you some spiritual tools to do that actually apply to real life. Yeah. Like we not just nam yo ho renge kyo. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. Um, application. How yeah. does it work in real life? Right. You know what I'm saying? You There's all kind of, I mean, you don't see it left and right. Women doing certain kind of quote unquote magic or things like that to yeah. make things happen. But how does it apply to real life? Right. And that's you know what, what I'd be saying? wanting to know. That's the most important thing. I'm a, I'm, I think I'm going to try to come up there to the Sweet Love Sanctuary. long as y'all don't put no mm-hmm. fucking, don't hit me with no root now. <laughs> Anything that we're going to do to you, we're going to tell you before we do it. Okay. Healing. So let me ask you a question, Jess. Is that okay if I call you Jess? Yeah. All right. So Jess, sure. everything that you, I have a lot of these conversations uh, with the goddesses and you know, I, I'm so into and, and respect and admire the kind of work that women do to heal themselves, to to show their goddess, their feminine energy like that. I'm into that shit. So my question for you is with the work that you do, do you have do you do work with with men through their women? And the other question is, do you partner with other men who do the same type type of work for the men? Yes. So, so OK, the first question was, do I partner with women to do this for their men or men to do it for their women? Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you do you work through the woman to help them, you know, uh, I guess, introduced some of the healing for their man? That was the first question. Absolutely. OK. So one of the main things that I say is that oh, there goes a God that's walking through the door now. One of the main things that I say is that my job and purpose in life mm-hmm. is to heal the men through the women. Through the women. Dope. Okay. That was the question that I had. So absolutely. So if I can train, you know, 10 women to walk in their power and be infectious in mm-hmm. their healing, right. when they go date such and such man ABC, mm-hmm. you know, they are going to have an effect on them, okay. you know, open them up to, not eating hot wings and beer every day and sitting and, you know, That's a word. with themselves in their mind, mm-hmm. you know, and then once you unlock a man, then it just trickles on. So absolutely. That's like my, one of my life purposes. Dope. And Dope. then do I work with other men to do this? So yes. Mm-hmm. So I actually, um, my primary partner, his name is Rakim Sekou. Mm-hmm. And he um, does the same thing. Okay. He does a level of healing the men. Um, he he actually is going to be teaching with me a, a king healing circle because there are so many men around that are like, hey, well, what about us? Right. You know what I'm saying? Of course. And trust me, like the sanctuary, we we love it. It's a woman's world over here, but we love men here. So it ain't like we just like the little rascals, but girls, like, you know, we include, (laughs) you know, the men in this, like, I'm not about like a, uh, like the all girls, girl night thing. Like that's cool, but where the men at? Right. So, um, we are going to be taking some men through like a healing journey so that they can do their own stuff Mm -hmm. and not just be healed by a woman, you know, per Mm -hmm. se. Um, and you know, we even do things, um, for like, yeah, your personal healing, for your spiritual healing and elevation, even when it comes to relationships and looking at aspects outside of standard monogamy. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm not monogamous. Hey, right. man, can, so we talk, can you stay there, though, for a minute? <laughs> sure. Like, how do we find our way, man? I was, I, so I'll talk about a few things real quick. I was talking to Frank one time, and I, we were talking on the last episode where I was saying, I don't really believe in the... Uh, 
uh, subscribe to religion in the sense of like Jesus Christ and what we were brought up on as far as Christianity and Baptist. So who are you praying to? Mm-hmm. So when you talk about monogamy, a lot of that, a lot of people are tied up into it based on their faith mm-hmm. and their religion. You know what I'm saying? So like, how right. do you, how, have you worked with people who are monogamous, who don't want to be, and they're trying to figure out how to transit transition into mm-hmm like that life or prep their partner to say, Hey, this is not really what I want to do. Right. Cause I'm not, I mean, right. I'm monogamous in so a sense, yes, but I'm not. You're monogamous. Yeah. Right. Mon- yeah. So monogamous ish. <laughs> right. I do. It's not totally the focus, yeah. but it always ends up happening when you start doing a level of personal healing and you start letting go of basically the bullshit. Some of those constructs and possessiveness and, the things that you thought was security, but it really wasn't, you start to let that go. And it happens kind of naturally um, because you get to a point where you want to choose to be right or to be happy. You know what I'm saying? And there is a group of, I mean, well, my group of women that I talk to and I'm big on accountability. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had conversations with certain women where they're complaining. My man's not this, my man's not that. And I say, well, you know, you sound like you need another partner. Yeah. <laughs> or, what are, or what are you not doing? Right. Right. But, well, but the thing is, they're not doing anything. Really, they're happy. Really, that's mm. fine. It's just they're trying to have their partner feel certain things or be certain things that the partner isn't. Isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that isn't why she even chose to be in a relationship. You said a word, man. You know, and it, you have to yeah. start to realize that and, and separate that. People don't know how to walk let away, go though. your possession of it. People don't right. know how to walk huh? away. I said, people don't know how to walk away. Like when they are in something and they realize who they are, that's like, that's, that's how it is for me. And it goes back to like Jazz's conversation. Like when I was telling you about like the one hour, like having sex for an hour. And I was like, well, I ain't got to have sex for an hour. But then she moved on and she was like, well, how many times a week would you like to have sex? Well, we living together. I need a minimum of four to five. I mean, yeah, four to five. I mean, yeah. that's me. Right. Weekday. Like, hi, I mean, if we if we around every day and there's so many different things you could do. So what I really want to do now, if I'm being honest with you, Jess, because it's so hard to find real women, especially in the South. We got to talk. We got to change your mind to put your mouth back on pussy party right now. I need pussy <laughs> right. party. Jess. Okay, pussy party. Simple. Jess. I will always be pussy party. Always. Yeah. What can the pussy do for you? <laughs> Masturbation. Like, is that something that when you tap into the essentials of what you're doing, like with the Sweet Love Sanctuary, do you, have you tamed your sexuality or do you feel like you're more open now? So both. Okay. okay. So there was a part of time in this year where I did not masturbate or have sex or anything for 90 days. Fuck. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably the longest I've ever I not know. had sex. Yeah. I started my sexual career, okay? And (laughs) so that was a big deal for me. But that was something that I decided to do when I went into this role in priesthood and and trying to um, elevate in that way, right? So I have done that, but I do prescribe sexual fast Mm -hmm. to people only when it's necessary. When is it necessary? It's necessary when people, so let's talk about the spiritual aspect side. People have, like, for real sex demons mm-hmm. that they have to feed. Yeah. Like, for real. I do feel like that you sometimes, know? and it sounds bad to say, but I, yeah. Yeah. And, right. and the thing is, it's fine if it's imbalanced. Yes. It's not if it's in a detriment to everything in your life and whatever. Yes. You know? Um. So sometimes I do prescribe that, like, but it may go deeper than sex. I may say, don't touch anybody for a week. Yeah. No touching, no hugging. Because I had to do that for 90 days. No 
hugging, no shaking hands. Yeah. If I gave someone gave me five dollars at the store as change, put it down on the table, and I picked like no yeah. energy exchange. And that being funny, it makes sense. And so we do that sometimes to quote unquote tame um, your desire and yeah. your want uh, from being a need to a want. I need, you know what I'm saying? To I, where do, I feel like I need to work day. on that. I feel like that's something I need to work on because like, I, yeah, I enjoy sex. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say a sexual demon. So I would just say I'm always, I got my sexual prowess is crazy. Yeah, it's healthy. You know, it's very healthy. You know, to where it, like I said, I can right. have sex and then later in the day, I'm like, all right, I need to beat this motherfucker. Right, right, right. Hey, now, one thing I try to do, <laughs> like it's like I even got it on here. Like, a, what's your porn experience? I have a porn experience. Like, mm-hmm. there's essentials that I need before I start watching the porn get to get myself to masturbate. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking mm-hmm. around, even in my house, I'm like, okay, is the windows open where somebody gonna see me in this bitch? Because when I get to going, I'm enjoying myself. Right. <laughs> so, all so right. I, I need to make sure ain't nobody looking through my window <laughs> seeing, me, seeing me have and at honestly, it. honestly, from what you're saying, I may not just subscribe that to you. I may subscribe more or something different or something more focused. Yeah. I may not say, oh, you got, and that's what I say, the demon part, I know it's hard to put that on, especially with the folks that are in the Christianity. Like, yeah. see, they said mm-hmm. it was a sin. Uh, d- yeah, right. exactly. No, 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 no. Yeah. There is definitely a difference. But my thing is, if you enjoy having sex and it's edifying you, yeah. even if it's a one night stand or whatever, yeah. that's different from just doing it to feed, to, to be, feed, yes. you know what I'm saying? Beast. That's different. Mm. But on the other end, I might say um, we may explore masturbation and chakra sex on another level. Like, let's say someone's having your girl, you like, man. She's so beautiful. I love her, but her confidence, man, I just kind of just had to get her confidence up. Mm, yes. Well, I'm going to tell you, that's a solar plexus issue. And in order for her solar plexus to get charged up sexually, she needs a lot of clitoral stimulation mm. because clitoral stimulation boosts the solar plexus, mm. which boosts confidence. Yeah. So yeah. I may give you certain techniques and 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 things like that to do and to do it three times a week or to do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I bet you she gonna feel more confident if you do that shit for a few weeks. <laughs> Some women listen to the podcast, bro, <laughs> yeah. and like it's it's been women who are, they will approach me or like whether it's the DMs or whatever. And the first thing they'll say is they'll always be like, I'm sexually intimidated by you. And I'm like, we ain't even fucking. Right. But people <laughs> like women, say? but women will listen to what we talk about on the podcast and they'll listen to my response to things and they'll be like, Yeah, I ain't fucking with him. Yeah, can't do it. And it's like, what? Yeah, Maybe no, they just ain't right. To me, what you say? They're not, because when I hear what you say, I'm like, huh? all right. That's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> exactly. So, it's like, you know, you listen and you're like, okay, this may be up my alley, but it's so crazy. And I, I, I try to have this conversation with women a lot, because especially with black women, it's a lot of black women who have not tapped into their sexuality. One has been blocked oh, yeah, by their parents. Free. Yeah, or their yeah, religion. Not and not being funny. If I'm being honest, some of my most boring sex is with black women. Mm. I said it. It's on wax now. I can't take this shit back. Cancel back. me. Do whatever you want. But it's a dead ass fact. And we've even had Casey on the podcast, the sec- our residential sex therapist, who will say some of the most beautiful women be the main ones talking about no sucking dick or they don't know what they're doing. Ooh, it's too many 30 plus year old women out here that's black that don't know how to ride, that don't know how to suck dick, that don't know what pleasure is to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a problem. And, 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 Absolutely. And, and, go ahead, Jess. Okay, you preach it. Go ahead. But I'm just saying, like, that a lot of times people be thinking, oh, they go into other races of women because we're not good enough. No, Some, men are really simple sometimes to where it's like, it's just fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not good at what we need you to be good at, 
I don't care if you got hair down in your back or a fat ass or a beautiful face. Right. If you can't how move. Many, how many women <laughs> have been beautiful and be like, oh, he left me for that? Because mm. she's taking care of home and she's doing what he needs. Right. Not what you think he needs. She's literally meeting right. his, this nigga's needs. Right. And sometimes that's me. And I was going right. to ask you this question, Jess, because I agree with Anthony. Sometimes, I mean, it's definitely about meeting the man's needs. So what I was going to ask you about, Jess, is how how often do you have to have the conversation with your your female clients about, um, you know, how sex is more than just the physical act. Yes. So not that often, honestly. And, and you're, well, you say my clients, okay. That oh, may sorry. be a different story, okay. but most women that come through here, I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to say it. Are hoes. Oh. You know, <laughs> like, how do you, wait, wait, wait. I like how do you hope. define that? Yeah. What do you, how do you define? I'm curious from a woman's hey. perspective. I mean, I would say mainstream, anybody who's going to be put under the whole category is anybody who's sexually free and open. Okay. Give me a hold in. Mm, yeah. And we can have a hold Exactly. Down. Yeah. Right. So in, in, you your, know, in your space, I mean, it's a positive word. The women that I know they that are coming through here, yeah. they're sucking, they're fucking, hey. they're riding. Hey. They, and the thing is now, have they experienced men who, who, um, are going to allow them to be totally free in what they need. I mean, I know some women who are down for DP. I know some women who are down for bank choke slap. Like mm. I'm more. That's my the combo. Women who come yeah. my way are the ones who Spank have that skill, but maybe it's just directed in the wrong way. So I'm mm, teaching okay. them how to use their pussy powers for good versus <laughs> for you know manipulation <laughs> or just. For a short-term feel, Jesse. I'm teaching them how to use that power to actually manifest with. You said spank, you know what I'm choke, saying? slap. And to get what they want. Spank, choke, slap. Yeah, that, that's, we're going to break up this <laughs> title because I like it. Spank, choke, slap is a combo, bro. It is. Like, do you? Uh, I know you talked about it before. Yes, I know. I listen, <laughs> We was laughing at the clip not too long ago because it's so true, man. Like, And, and it's a, like you said, bro, like. It's it's intimacy when it comes to sex, but it's also trust. Because right. to get to the level right. that at the time that I was telling y'all that story about choking that girl, like it was a trust, it, it was mm-hmm. a trust situation. Right. When she first offered that to right. me, I was not ready. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, there was no way that I was ready. Mm-hmm. And then she was white. If I'm being honest, so it was like right. I'm about to choke a white woman. Yeah, I'm like I'm about to choke yeah, a white yeah, woman. Going to jail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I told her that shit. I was like, hey, I just don't. I don't feel comfortable. But it took some comfort and it took going through the motions to get there. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Jess. I think right. we need to be trying to get so, a lot of black women to subscribe to this because it's real. fucking up a lot of homes. It's fucking up a lot of oh, marriages. Man. And like I said, people be thinking black men running to other races because they're not good enough and mm. black women are amazing no but it's like that sexual right. shit being in jail that's that's fucking us up man yeah you need that freedom i'm gonna pick up for my ladies though because i agree you know black people period yes our sexuality is the one that's in prison more than it anything is. i would mm-hmm. say probably the black mm, black men too of us, right yeah both of us but but a lot of women that i know that have that in them mm-hmm. They don't portray that and yeah. they don't project that. They put on a front yeah. because y'all put on a front. Like y'all want, mm-hmm. I don't want no this. Or I don't want no that, you know, or mm-hmm. you ain't better never have slept with anybody I ever knew in my life ever since I was zero. I like, never thought you know that. what I'm saying? <laughs> and what? so yeah. that, yeah, that front has turned into like you, you play how you practice. Mm, you know what true. I'm saying? There's no doubt. And so you hold that back. Girl, you and got even all a the woman will be like, dang, I got this man over here who was willing to gal me, but really, I miss Tyrone who used to like 
give it to me. Uh, you know right, what I'm saying? But I can't right. let him know I'm like that because yep. he thinks they that worry. that, oh, man. you know, some Damn image of home. Can I say so this, I man? I've had, a couple, I've had a couple of niggas come to me that were married. And they would be, they would come to me because, excuse me, how raw I am about saying things. And like some of these niggas would come to me and they'd be like, yo, my wife want this, my girl want this, this and that. And I, because I knew these guys, I was like, you just being too soft, bro. Mm-hmm. Women don't want a soft man. No, I don't give don't. a fuck. They want a good exactly. man, but they don't want no soft man. Right. Spank, choke, slap, that's my combo. And they can take it. I didn't even told some women, it's like, if you open this up, I'm telling you, like, sometimes the way women want to be fucked, I'm going to be honest, I fuck some girls and it seems like it's equivalent to rape. <laughs> How like right. how, how much energy? But right. people look at it and be like, "Oh, I don't want to do that." But it's like if she want to be slapped, she if she want to be mm-hmm. fucked, if she want to hear some spanking and some like, you got to be willing to she deliver that, that, or you need to get pass it on. And none, one of my homeboys, pass he was like, on. "Yeah, she she threw up in my face." This other guy, and I'm like, "Because you're not doing something." <laughs> That's that ego shit. We don't like that. But you got to do right. something. And, right. and I'm gonna be real with you. I know that I am not a usual case and I want to put it out there yeah. for your women listeners yeah, you're definitely like oh different. my gosh it does exist yeah. and it's true I can obtain this too but like you know my primary partner like we have a great sex life and all those things yeah. um, but it is a certain type of <laughs> sex I would say that yeah. it's probably more of a I would say spiritual sex, very high conscious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, everything we doing is yeah. gonna be connected looking, to looking at each other something a little bit all elevated all. Yeah, I mean we're fucking, but you know it's still different from what you. Yeah, it's on a different about. level. So let's get into you know? it. let's get into it like Tabitha and Brown so, said. No, I want no. We're right, gonna, we gonna so, back no, Jess. I'm gonna back you up. You got a partner. Okay. When you say a partner, primary. you're talking about a sexual a primary partner. primary partner. Right. No, I mean like someone I'm in a relationship with. Yeah. yeah. And how did how did you? <laughs> what is the conversation like? Or what was the conversation like with y'all when it comes to like? So okay, let me just be honest. I don't know how to beat around the bush. So if I was to fuck you to, tomorrow, like he would be okay with that shit. That's what I was getting to. Okay, thank so you. So what I was quiet. about to say was, you know, we have things that um, we need, right? Yes. And what I realized is that, you know, I'm really positive and, like, I always look at the good in people, but I kind of don't, like, go off on people. Yeah. I, I have a small case of repressed anger. Yeah. And oh. I realized that my skin breaks out when I don't really like let that energy oh, out. Wow. Right. Okay. And yeah, so my partner and I realized that the way that I used to manage that yeah. was I would let that energy out through sex, but uh-huh. not just sex, a certain type of sex, uh-huh. yeah. like very aggressive, mm. raw, like almost like you don't know it's good unless it hurt a lot. Mm. You know what I'm you saying? Feel it. Kind mm. of sex. Yeah. And like, me and him, we just don't have that style of right. sex. Not to say that it doesn't, it good. ain't, it don't exactly. go down because right. I'm with nobody that it don't that go down. Do, exactly. But he, this is something that he realized in me. He, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, he, it's a long distance thing. Yeah. So, you know, I don't see him as often. That's so it's perfect. a frequency thing uh, yeah. too. So maybe it's not quality, it's quantity. Yes. Like you say, four or five times a week, da, 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 you yeah. know? And so for me, he was like, for the amount that you need and the type that you need, it sounds like you need another partner, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I had this conversation with him about, you know, basically manifesting a partner that's going to help support me in that way that I need yeah. versus trying to make him have, you know, cause we don't believe in just like having sex just cause like we have to have a desire to do it. Yeah. So making him, you know, change or be something different. Cause I do like that, yeah. but I need 
something else. And mm. so, yeah, like I'm open 100 percent to getting at. And in the end of the conversation, he was like, and it's probably going to make our relationship better. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, you're probably right. That's tough. So, That's a special brother. Yeah. It's tough, though, because I'm taking applications. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> How long is the application, Jess? How many pages? It's, it's, I mean, you've been selling it out for about two years. So oh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. That, that was Frank that said that. You're talking to Anthony. <laughs> oh, you've been filling out applications too. Everybody. <laughs> All right, Aquarius. I right. Hear you. right. Hey, man. Keep your eyes you know, in Houston. <laughs> you know, if you know who you are, then the application is not long. Just, if it clicks, it clicks. You Indeed. know what I'm saying? Fuck but have a late, it is possible <laughs> for you to live how you want to yeah. you know if you want to have multiple partners or you want to have one partner and and another whatever it is right whatever it you is you just have to get into a, a consciousness knowing that uh, actually knowing what the fuck you want because let's be real with Period. it we don't be knowing what the fuck we want yeah like right. i know i don't know what i want to eat yeah i don't know right you just like, want to eat you know but can you can, will you eat? allow somebody to be like some people would see it as disrespectful, but like, I'm a vulgar talker. Like if you like, like not being funny, if I'm being dead ass, just like when you just said, I want something to eat. I'm like, I got right. however many inches of dick. I got some sausage for you. Yeah. You know, like that's my, like I need to be able to talk to whoever my partner is just like that. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm in the right. kitchen, she's like, babe, Absolutely. I'm hungry. Like you want dick or balls? Like what are we talking? Right. Hungry for what? Is, I'm not going to have any problem with that as yeah. long as after those dick and balls, you have also made a decision on some food and food is there. I mean, oh yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it would definitely You know what I'm saying? Food, because, yeah. But the thing is, I know what I want when it comes to relationships and love yes. and sex and those yeah. things I know. And so if you get into a place where you believe that you deserve what you want, like I know I'm probably not going to be a woman that's fulfilled with one partner, not even just mm-hmm. sexually, but just in life. In life. Period. Like yeah. I have business things that I want to do yeah. and every person that I get with at this age of the game needs to be building with me in some kind of way. Yeah, you know what I'm build. saying? Yes. And, you know, having, yes, a, a, a great connection in sex in some kind of way or intellectual in yeah. some kind of way. Yes. And every person is not going to be all five, ten of those things. No, you know what I'm not. saying? Um, so it, it exists, ladies. I'm telling you, you just got to get into a mindset where you believe you deserve it and then Go the shit will her. come. You'll be surprised. Did you? Did, do you watch Sweet the shot that that show on um, Showtime? The shot. The shy? No, yeah. I haven't seen it. So this last episode, um, the mayor on there. You know, it's pretty much all black cast, but you know, Candy Burris is on there, and she's mm-hmm. uh, uh, like the wife of this guy. But I take it now from the last episode, they have a relationship like you and your guy. Like she's not always around, so on and so forth. So he's starting to take, um, he's starting to take to another woman, and she's motherfucker's beautiful so they finally get to the point of having sex he's getting ready to fuck this motherfucker and candy walks in and they going at it and you know they haven't gotten to the point yet but candy sits down and they see candy and candy was like keep going and in that moment like they kept going but he looked at her like well i wanted to fuck this bitch the first time by myself Mm -hmm. that's the thing how i am and why i'm saying this is i've had open (laughs) relationships offered to me several times yeah but most of the times when it's been offered to me the woman is like hey we need to pick a partner as opposed to with me, I'm like, right. well, I already got my partner. It's like, right, I already I'm know good. who I want to fuck. Good. I'm yeah, straight yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. But you have to be able to let, when if you're in a relationship and you have an open relationship, they ain't going to really want you for the most part bringing something in that you already had. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to pick those partners together. Is that something that you've experienced or been a part of, Jess? 
So I've been I've been on both sides. So when I was married before, mm-hmm. me and my ex husband, we had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He actually like dated her and vetted her and just brought her to to me really, mm-hmm. and I kind of like did the final approval mm-hmm. um, on it. Or we would go out like scamming for chicks together, like yeah. it used to be like Mister uh, and Mister Still Your Girl. Uh huh. <laughs> I like that. But like that. <laughs> that worked, I think, for a certain sector. Now in my relationship now, when I first started. I knew my partner had other partners, yeah. but I didn't know who they were. Got you. Okay. Did that matter? Right. And then, huh? Did that matter that you didn't know who they were? Um, I mean, I like to know my partner's other partners. Yeah. For me, I'm what they call kitchen table poly, where like everybody that I'm in a relationship with, like I'm going to want everybody to be able to come sit come down to, and have yeah. a cup of coffee at the table. Yeah. Like. It's my birthday party. I don't want to not have to invite any of my partners because one of my niggas tripping. It's tripping. Like that makes sense. That. <laughs> that but like a... I, I do understand the separate dynamic. Yeah. Like I am even getting used to that. To being like our relationship is our relationship. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And yeah. that's really all that matters. But um, I think that you got to be in a certain mindset, and especially more in an empire building mindset. I think versus a um possession based kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um because you know, I do know like my partners other partners, but then also at the same like I do now. Yeah. But those things kinda happen with time. It's not like it's a secret mm-hmm. or anything like that. But um it can happen both ways. And that's I think the difference between polyamory and something that my partner teaches called open relating. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anybody that's um in the poly world probably knows Rakim Seku and Kenya Stevens. Um, they run what's called the Progressive Love Academy and they teach polyamory and open relating, which means yeah. like you could do it any way that you want to. You can have five monogamous relationships that you're having at the same time and none of them know who no, each other are, overlap. but yeah, it okay. is known that you're yeah, not the yeah. only partner that this person has. Oh, I've done that and before. my thing yeah. is with, yeah, whatever yeah. your relationship agreement is, is your relationship agreement. Right. So you let, know, let me let me let's um, get personal though. But we got we got about fifteen minutes before we get up out of here. But let's let's get a little okay. personal. What is it like? So this we just talking hypotheticals with everything that's going on. If I was trying to like get with you in a in the sense of like what you guys are doing <laughs> and become that other part, like how does that even work? What's the, what's the what's the process? <laughs> yeah, what is that process? What's the hiring process? Um, <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, I've already had my conversation with my partner about what I want, what I need. And like, really we talked like probably like how you and your friend would talk more like on a homie level Mm -hmm. versus like husband, you know, you know what I'm saying? And and my thing is I don't even necessarily have to talk to him about it. What is, you know, is there not a fear though, Jess? Like what if you not even me, I'm just saying like, what if you get with a dude and you're like, Yo, I like this. I could, I could keep this going, and right. I don't need nothing. I can make him like. Primary. Do you? Do, yeah. Do you think that's something where you interchange, like Frank said, a primary space where you the nigga is demoted, we put him on the bench. He's not the starting <laughs> point guard. Yeah, so, so I mean, I guess a fear could always be there, but yeah. in how we practice, we uh, practice relating. Yeah. We know that relationships just change. They, they just do change. transform. They yeah, don't they really do. end. Yeah. So where he's my primary mm. partner now, if we started dating and let's say you ended up moving here. I moved there and we lived together. You would yeah. be my nesting partner. Yeah. Obviously you would be my primary partner because we spend the most time together, yeah. right. but he would still be in my life and he would still, you know, 
if he came into town or if something a big event and yeah. I wanted, you know, to do him that. there, like that wouldn't be a thing. You know what I'm saying? But it would switch to where, you know, um, those dynamics change. And that's the thing. That's real life. Yeah. Real life. Real shit. But you know what, though? But that's the thing, years, Jess. We sit there, years, even after we've been worn out after five or ten years, though, Jess, a lot of people will still stay there, even though they know they want to be out or want to be gone. But that's the hard part that makes it like that is because some people don't even discover who they are until they're married. Mm -hmm. Like me, I've never, like I talk about all the time, I've never lived with a woman. I've never cohabitated with anyone Mm -hmm. really. So it's like, sometimes I do. One of the biggest things I think about is if I have a girl in my house and I see something on TV or I'm at the gym, because I ain't gonna lie, I'm always attracted to something. But the only thing that keeps me in line is I just be like, okay, I respect this person. I don't want to hurt this person. Mm -hmm. But people be thinking that just because they look at you or view you in a certain way or they love you or they don't need anything sexually that you should feel the same way. And it's not always the case. And I think that's when the hard conversation happens because you're like, yeah, I like fucking you, but like, I really want to bang this bitch back. Right, right, right. Exactly. You know, the other thing too, Jess, um, what you said, I think is really profound and I hope everybody's listening. You know, you said that relationships don't end, they just transform, right? Yep. So so right. like Anthony was saying, if you're in a relationship, I think and I don't think this happens, that's why I'm saying it. If you're in a relationship with a person and you want to do something different, I think that most people look at that situation and say, Okay, well, since I want to do something different, that means the relationship with this person is over. It's over. But it's really not. It's we just right. haven't and that's not true. Right. We're just not having an open conversation. So uh Jess, I also right. wanted, I wanted to ask you a question as well. So we we've seen on um you know the 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 i guess the iteration of she's gotta have it you know spike lee's exactly, on, yeah. on netflix and so love you, that show yeah so yes. so so is that your life like have you had like thanksgiving with three of your dudes not yet <laughs> but i hope so so i almost had both of my partners at my birthday party yeah okay but one of my partners, his, he had to like something with his kid you know so okay. it just didn't end up happening but he was gonna come but though. He was gonna come, all yeah, right, right. definitely. And I was trust me, I was gonna take my picture and I was gonna, you know, all hey. that. But um, <laughs> that is, I mean, eventually, I would love to get in a space where, mm. um, not maybe like both of my partners living with me or nothing yeah. like that, like that close. But yeah. like, you know, when major life stuff happens and the people who love and support me are there, yeah, if it happens to there. be multiple partners there, yeah. then that'd be cool. I would okay. love, honestly, and I'm putting it out in the radio way. Manifest it, manifest it, girl. For two men to um, cover and protect me in like my finances, but not. This is what mm-hmm. I mean, ladies. Not they're paying for my things, but yeah. like I'm doing. I would say I'm doing some pretty extra medium big things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's extra say there's medium. a business I like that. deal. <laughs> extra medium. <laughs> There's some big like deals. Maybe there's like a deal. I'm trying to work on a business agreement, yeah. right? And I'm I'm talent, you know. My one partner, he's very knowledgeable in, you know, the world, the spiritual world and all that stuff I live in. And then maybe I have another partner that's big in the media or mm-hmm. in, in the yeah. business side. And <laughs> no, them seriously. two yeah. are collaborating on all of us. Right. Well, me, of course, having a successful contract, but everybody benefits. Everybody is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And see, just that's really what I want. It's like for two men to covet me mm -hmm. in my empire in that way. You know, where I I know it's taken care of. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like, you know, fuck me good. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have that. But I feel like we've had this conversation before. And I, I, you know, my my thinking about this has always really been the same. But when I've had conversations with women, 
especially listen i'm a black man you know what i'm saying black man i pay my taxes i got a couple of degrees i'm halfway decent looking and all that you know what i mean so when i've had in the past just like open and casual conversations about having like multiple women you know what i'm saying like i had conversations with them about listen just forget about the because every chick thinks that i just want to bang out five chicks i'm like it's not about that it's about the the, the right, em- but the, it could be no, it could be. That, 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 that's, that's, okay. that's on the list. That's on the list, right? That's a benefit of it. But the other benefit of it, especially from the standpoint of being a black man and seeing all these single black women with these children. Look, I could I could father. Well, when I say father, yeah, I could in a household, I can manage like 10 kids. Yeah. Them motherfuckers are all right. going to listen to Absolutely. me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I've got five women, just say each of them got two kids and we up in the crib in this mansion yeah. doing our thing, bringing our income together and building a yeah. an empire. Empire, that's the shit that I'm talking about. Get your green, I'm not just get your green about, leaf on. Absolutely. I'm not just talking about banging out five chicks. Nah. It's bigger than that. Yeah, because it. I, Absolutely. I, so the hard part is though, Jess. You already know women have just as big an ego as men. Mm-hmm. So yes. I think the biggest thing in my situations that have happened is I'll be with a woman, and like I say, I want something else. They'll be satisfied. Mm-hmm. That's what leads to cheating, bro. Because a lot of niggas they know their woman. Some people are like, well, you ain't even had a conversation with them. I've dropped breadcrumbs to see the response of things right. to know that I cannot go say yeah, this to that, that person. Work. But right. you still don't want to let that person go, mm-hmm. but you still know who you are and what you need, so you do those things on the side. Even great head <laughs> gets burnt out sometimes when you're like, all right, I mean, you know, it's great head, but it's like you want it a different way. Mm. And then me being who I am, sometimes you see a woman with nice lips or whatever else, or you hear him talk, like, or not being funny like Jesse. Jesse, you should be throwing a little slice at me sometime. And I didn't have many of thoughts where I'm like, I bet this head is fire. <laughs> I'm just Thank saying. You. So you think about that and you're like, well, mm. I know what I, I know where I need to stay away from. Right. No, no need to come to Houston. Yeah. That's like I, the video I watched, Jesse, you remember that video when we were talking and you was like uh, the pandemic, it was con- it was supposedly settling down around that very first time after being up for like three or four months. And Jess was like, I think I'm supposed to come. She's like, I think I'm supposed to come to Dallas next week. I was like, no, nah, don't, don't fucking be out in this motherfucker. And yeah, she swore about her. Okay. Scared, so, you know. Hey, man. I ain't never scared. It's, it's just fine. about a. I just don't know what's I, I my stopping point. You're probably the only man who has rejected me as much as as you have. Can I say something, ever. though? What does that say? Because not being funny, I've heard a lot of women say, I do reject. I don't reject them in a the way like I don't want them. It's just situations or the way like the way my life is set up. I just don't know if I'm able to be able to do those things. So it's not about rejection, like because I wouldn't do it or I don't want it. It's just kind of like I said, the respect of the people oh, that I, I may be dating that. or something. Mm. They ain't going to get that shit. That's why I stay away right. from you. I mean, and I get that. I know that a lot of men date women who they're not supposed to be, you know? Yeah. And so it puts them in predicaments where it's hard to date a woman like me. Mm-hmm. I get it. Because yeah. I'm not, I mean, I, I don't really play, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's going to kind of shake up your whole world where you're not even going to, like, you're going to go lay next to Becky and look at her like, I need to manifest. You, if, you know what, though? <laughs> as you're talking about problem, that, though. now, before building, you know, before building a whole home, I'm not going to lie. The thing I love, and it, it, I get it every now, it happens like once every three years where somebody offer up their throat to me. Just their throat. Do you know how I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> from the neck up. Like, from the neck up. Like, mm-hmm. I like dating women who love to suck dick. To where Period. it's like, they enjoy sucking your dick, and even if you don't fuck them, they like, I'm straight. I'm good. Now, I still want to fuck, because that's how I am, mm-hmm. or at some point. But it's like, ain't, what nothing that thing like, ain't nothing like a dick sucking loving woman. <laughs> so. I mean, I think that you need to leave with that. Like, I mean, even with the whole, like, Women being open to you, 
yeah. exploring your sexual appetite is because like I can see it. It's big. Like I get it. You know, like just straight <laughs> up. Like, like even no now, idea. like I'm like, hey, <laughs> I, I I like and you. This is a- how I am. I, I I have these things, and just flat out, you gonna take it or leave it. Yeah. And most of the time, if they're intrigued and they want it, they gonna take it. And you know what I'm saying? And you walk it in your truth from day zero. Very true. Versus yeah. like just doing yeah. the mesmerizing part and then yeah. on the back end being like, well, I'm kind of, you know, got a big sexual appetite and now I got to figure out how oh, to I say, get I like, say it up front though, but Jess, you know how many people out there, you'll say some upfront motherfuckers that still act like they can get down with you. But I, I, I we going to have to, we go, we coming back, man. We're going to do another episode, but we got to get ready to get up out of here. I forgot we got somebody coming in behind us. I don't want to be rude. <laughs> but goddamn, Jess, every time I talk to you, whoo. Stay away yeah, from me. Je- 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 hey, Jess, stay away from me. Yeah, that treadmill, Stay Jess. away from me and keep your mouth closed, man. You hear me? Stay away. <laughs> Don't tell but me if, what to do. But if you did come around, Uh-oh. keep your, drink lots of water and keep your hair in the ponytail. Either or, you decide. <laughs> Once again, don't tell me what to do. Yes, ma'am. See, you you can <laughs> tell how, you can tell how a girl voice starts to change. You hear that? Yeah, she out. Yeah, but she's yeah. serious in a sexy she's way. Very like, serious. Don't tell me what to fucking mm-hmm. do. I mean, maybe you can make me, but. That's yeah. another story. Yeah, I've been known to make people do things they don't think they would do. <laughs> spank well, cho- spank choke slap. Yeah, I'll be there uh, July 20th, man. I'm supposed to actually do an episode out there, too. So it'll be like an all guys podcast, and then we'll have you in there because you always know how to hold you your own anyway. Yeah. I love a sausage party. <laughs> of course you do. Get the fuck up out of here, Of course Jess. you nah, do. Jess, we do appreciate you, man. We appreciate your time. Uh, we love everything you're doing with the Sweet Love Sanctuary. I'm proud of you. I'm glad that you are recognizing your growth and continuing to level up with what you do, man. If you don't know who she is, go check her out. Please That's check the her sweet, out. Uh, it's just Sweet Love Sanctuary mm-hmm. on Instagram. She used to be the pussy party, but it's Sweet Love Sanctuary. I'm about to sing yes. it to you. All right, Miss Lady. Well, you thank have a good one, man. We'll talk to you soon. No problem. All right. Peace and blessings. All right. Thank you. All right, man. Again, that was Jesse Camille. Uh, we rarely get these call-ins, but Spider, I like yeah. this. Yeah, that's nice. I like this. I think Pull I'm going to have to switch it up, man. I got we a couple of people in D.C. to hit me up. And yeah, like, we did Yo. it once before back in the old studio. Yeah. Uh, we really hadn't messed with it. Oh, we did do it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. Shit. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. I remember the, that. Wasn't it the cookie? Cat-tat. Cat-tat. Yeah, it was Cat-tat. She called in from L.A. Because we missed it when we went out there that that last time, man. So we got a few. Uh, we got about two minutes. You got something to say before we get up out of here? Well, I was just gonna say, like somebody like Jesse, she is, um, she's probably very intimidating, especially to other women, because mm-hmm. not only will she mm-hmm. get your man's mind and his mm-hmm. body, but also his spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so women like that, they dangerous soul suckers for real. <laughs> like I can only imagine. <laughs> we want to get out of here. We gonna go out to uh, Two Chains Money Maker Man. <laughs> Since Jess came up in here talking about how women could and should use their money makers yeah, do that in a spiritual it. and mm-hmm. physical manner. Um, yeah. Man, this is episode 319. Bonus episode. We're going to hit mm-hmm. y'all motherfuckers over the head, maybe with a couple of more before August starts. Frank, I appreciate you for coming through, man. Of course. Spider, as always. Artesia, Casey, we miss you guys. And yeah. the listeners, See we you love soon. you, man. We appreciate you guys. Yes, indeed. I shake your money maker, uh. don't let that money make her. I shake that money maker, don't let that money make it. Oh, shake your money maker, don't let that money make it. I shake that money maker, don't let that money make it, baby. Yeah, I shake that money maker, don't let that money make it. You know I accommodate you, and I accommodate you. I make you come, I hate you. I know you're home lately, I turn your curly hair. 
until that bone straightening. I make you moan, baby. It feel right, don't it? I know I'm wrong, baby. That pheromone fragrance. Can't miss no car payments. I kiss her earlobe, like what you doing later. The broken alligator, them lames agitator. I'm talking out your beauty, no makeup applicator. She say I killed the pussy. I seen the affidavit. She blew my cap off, like I had graduated. The roof decapitated, the booth contaminated. Hey, check my face card. I bet it's laminated. My jewelry carbonated. My yard a hundred acres. I like to nominate you to roll my dice in Vegas. I shake your money maker. Don't let that money maker. I shake that money maker. Don't let that money maker. Oh, shake your money maker. Don't let that money maker. I shake that money maker. Don't let that money.